Welcome back to the Mixtape Ambassadors. With me, as always, is Leo. What's up, Leo? What's up, Jeff? How are we doing this uh, fine I Sunday? I am doing pretty hungover, man. Oh, pretty you hungover, tell in my man. voice, but yeah. <laughs> you, get, you got wrecked last night, huh? I, I did. I totally did. And um, I don't regret anything, but yeah, it was good times. But I'm ready to do the podcast. I don't give a fuck. Nothing stops that. Hell no, man. So, I mean, I've been looking forward to this all week, yeah. as I do every week. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we got we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. A lot, uh, you know, the last podcast I had uh, improperly said I saw the scary uh, stories trailer when I was just talking about a little teaser poster. But there is a trailer came out. Uh, I think they had a Super Bowl spot. I don't know how I missed it, but um, I got it pulled up. You haven't seen it yet? We're no, I haven't because I because I podcast. barely ever watch. Like I barely watched the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, some of the uh, sports announcers lately have been really trying to convert me on whether or not I thought it was a boring game from mm-hmm. what I did see, mm-hmm. and they have been trying to convince me otherwise that it was like one of the greatest defensive no, man, contests go with your gut, of all always. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like, you guys are full of shit. <laughs> we got um, we got some Reddit uh, controversy um, that uh, I'll go over as well. We got a couple. I got I, I listed a couple topics, kind of questions to inquire about. Um, uh, you know, our stuff in in life. You know, and uh, musical tastes, Girl Scout cookies. Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh yay! So, Super yeah. excited about that shit. Yep. And uh, and, and you got a bunch of uh, yeah yeah. I've, I've, I've got a couple of. Uh, we'll be going into some. Uh, Couple of Netflix addictions. Oh yeah, you saw a couple new, couple of new things on new Netflix. Series. I saw uh, the movie The Green Book. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to go in about the movie, and then also because it's a true story, some of the stuff in that was crazy. Um, okay, and then uh, customer outrage. Customer outrage. We've oh my all experienced God. that. Anybody knows that we have, we've both worked in the service industry, and if you've worked in any form of customer service in your life, yep. you have seen people acting well below their age, mm-hmm. and it's it's just fuckery. Always a good topic. Oh, it always <laughs> fun stories, and then uh, you know just talk about jobs and things like that. So yeah, we got a, we got a lot coming up, and then uh, I will uh, recap my last uh, last week in comedy, and then uh, I've uh, next week I have three shows, which I will be letting you know at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Cool, can't wait, man. All right, well, um, so we'll start off. Um, the, let's talk about the so the Reddit controversy because I uh, you hadn't heard about it. No, no, I hadn't. No, so so what happened? So um, there was a, a Chinese company that donated 150 million dollars to Reddit because they're trying to raise money for the website or whatever. So um, so it was a a company out of China that donated this huge mass amount of money, and so a lot of people were kind of wondering, well, what's what does that mean? Does that mean that there's going to be some form of censorship because Reddit's kind of a breeding ground for free speech, and peop- and China is pretty notorious for being overly, uh, you know, uh, censored as far as their history, you know. And uh, yeah, for sure. The one thing that people really kind of jumped on with was the Tiananmen Square in 1989. You know, the massacre. Supposedly, you know, they don't really know the re- the correct amount because they weren't allowed to, um, you know, report on it. But supposedly, uh, like ten thousand people were just like killed in the streets and stuff like that, and um, and not supposedly, but there's people that deny it happened too out of China. But there's also people that were like, I was there. Well, there's but, there's also people who say the Holocaust never happened yeah, either. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's similar, but I, I don't think uh, that that was as popular uh, deny deniability as the Holocaust. Like a lot, mm-hmm. everyone knows. 
the Holocaust. The Holocaust. Yeah. Not a lot of people know a lot about. Yeah, you know, Tiananmen Square. I think we like that was one of those things that like in high school we glossed over. Yeah. With yeah. like, I think it was like thirty seconds, and they're like, and that happened. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the the popular you know video of. I think they call him Tank Man, the guy with his briefcase standing in front of the tank because they were just fed up with the, uh, the Chinese uh, forces infiltrating their town. And um, but, anyways, yeah. So so people started posting all over Reddit, um, Tiananmen Square pictures aftermath because there are pictures out there, despite them trying to uh, hide all that. But um, yeah, uh, they they were just going crazy on Reddit, posting it. If you were on Reddit for the past couple of days, you probably saw a couple of posts because they kind of posted it everywhere, just to kind of show them, like, hey, you know, if you guys want you want this censored, this is how we're gonna fight back. You know, it was kind of cool. And but, I um, and, and I do appreciate the thought behind that. Yeah. Because I hate censorship. I do too. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but I mean, I think. Everybody was right in the sense that they were worried because if somebody donates $150 million to anything that you do, mm-hmm. like they're not doing it out of the kindness of their heart. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Just that's, a, that's a lot of dough. Especially to coming be, from China because why would they donate that to... To a, to, a, to a website that is notorious for non-censorship <laughs> when they are clearly... A lot forward, of Reddit lot. is censored in China too. So that's just weird to me that they would do that, but... You know, and I, like I said, I, I appreciate the, like, hey, this is, you know, we're going to fight back. I'm like, but at the same token, like, that could also take another hard swerve mm-hmm. and make them dig in even harder and get that censorship ball rolling a lot faster than, you know, maybe they had planned. Maybe yeah. this was going to be a slow play by the, mm-hmm. the, this Chinese company uh, about applying pressure to start censoring stuff. And, you know, with all this Tiananmen Square stuff that everybody's posting there, that's just going to kind of speed up their, their haste timeline. To do that, I don't know. It's, don't... it's crazy when you like things that happen in the background that you don't really hear of, and I'm sure there's a lot of shady business deals that go on that never really we- reach the public. But when something like this, uh, you know, comes to light, and then everyone's like, "Holy shit, we all need to pay attention to it." Um, they they did this in the past with um, the uh, net neutrality because there's a lot of people that are you know in it for the money that are trying to you know keep net neutrality uh, a, a, you know a, a thing in, enacted that is just going to kind of hinder a lot of people's anonymity uh, anonymity yeah, is it? yeah. yeah. Anonymity. And, uh, there we go we got that and um, so they, that was also kind of a big focus back in the a while ago on reddit too and it's I like having kind of a different perspective on that and because that's just people like you go through and you read the comments and you get a lot of different perspectives from people. It helps you kind of develop your own. It's it's shitty when you are fed news from a certain perspective and you don't get the other side's view. But when it's like this side versus that side, this is what you get with one side, this is what you get with the other side, then you can make up your own mind. And I, I like that. that yeah, no, I think that that's totally important for everyone to mm-hmm. do. Um, it's not always the best, but I, but I do like to watch a lot of uh, BBC news. Yeah. Mainly because they got a lot of shit going on over there with their government. Right oh now, so no! Look, fucked. look. Every, every like nobody's nobody's got everything right, but it's it's cool to listen to a British news organization talk about Amer- what's going on in America. Yeah, because there's far less of a you know. Ooh, fuck this! You know, mm-hmm. kind of like slant. You know, like what I mean, like like, like, a, like if I listen to CNN, I know yeah. that they're gonna shit on anything Trump does uh-huh. and be like, you know, no man, we need to fucking stop this guy. Which 
I happen to agree with. Yeah. But if I watch Fox News, I know that I'm going to get Trump is our savior. God handpicked Trump, mm-hmm. and he's fucking doing the greatest job of oh, any man, president was, ever. Not to get too political or anything, but no, I was no. so I was um, I got into a uh, a little political debate on Facebook, which is always fucking a great idea. <laughs> and it was with this one guy that I went to high school with, and. He's a Mormon, so he's he's religious, but he's also done a lot of fucked up shit in his life because I grew up with this. Wait, guy. hold on. He's a Mormon, so does he? That's the that's the that's the religion they have multiple wives, isn't it? Yeah. Does he have multiple so, wives? No, that poor bastard. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Or he just tricked know. one girl into doing it. I don't know. But um, <laughs> anyway, so this guy was like his his argument was all Democrats are evil, and Trump is here to fight the evil, and I was like, okay, so yeah, I mean, you know, like. Not every Democrat is evil, right? And he goes, no, all Democrats are evil. Everything the Democratic stands for is evil, and Trump is here to fight the evil. And I was just like, dude, like, I can't even, like, debate you with that mindset, like, because you're not thinking objectively. Because, like, you have to know. Like, I know not every Republican is a horrible piece of shit. Probably most of them aren't. Uh, You know, Trump probably has some good intentions. He's not, like all completely evil i think he's a dumbass and he does stupid shit but i think like we're all human and we're all able to make mistakes and we're all able to flip around and make a better choice in life but to say all democrats are evil i was just like dude like you are i don't know where you got this mindset but you are you're feeding right into somebody's narrative you know, right. and like, like I, I can think logically about things, but people with that mindset, I don't think they can think logically about things because no. their vision is completely clouded with uh, whatever sort of tunnel vision perspective they have. And there's no outside force that's going to give them any sort of insight on any other perspective other than that one track they're on. Well, it's crazy. It's one of those when you hear a statement like that, like mm-hmm. now there's no room for debate. There's no, no room that, for that's back what and I forth. Told him. I said there's like, no reason to debate you right now because, because you're of not. That. It's it, it's it's the same as if someone is you know comes right out and they're like I'm an atheist mm-hmm. or somebody in that same conversation is well God is real. Mm-hmm. Neither one of you are going to win that argument no. because the person who has decided that God is not real and yeah. he's imaginary. You're not going to say anything where the person's just going to drop the mic and be like, "Holy shit, you've changed my mind." No, I think that and, goes and, that, and, and it goes both ways yeah. because like there's nothing that like I'm going to tell you and point out to you that you probably either a haven't thought of and just kind of like glossed over mm-hmm. or you know like you're not going to just change your entire life's faith based mm-hmm. on something that somebody, you know, posted no, on, you know. And you probably shouldn't, you know. But right. the thing is is if you don't have the opportunity to see something from a different perspective and think differently about it then there's no point in even debating you on that topic because you're not going to think differently so and, and for me too um hashtag me too yeah hashtag me too oh god <laughs> uh for me i would also say like anytime and i you know hey sometimes i slip into it too it's just i think it's one of those things that's like in our minds and we kind of like say the word back mm-hmm. I, being somebody who's a non-believer, like, whenever I get into a, and look, I don't like Donald Trump, but, like, when people are like, he's evil, and I'm like, okay, well, what's, what's that mean? Yeah. Evil. That's I'm what like, I told the guy. I'm I like, go, I'm I like go, what is I go, that, what oh, they're that all mean? evil? What is, what is that? What does that I'm mean? I'm like, because, you know. That's exactly what I told him. Yeah, I'm like, evil is, is one of those words where, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, 
I can look at it and oh, be like... Oh, you drink dairy. You're the, evil. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could make it so, like, completely something like that. Or, like, you know, you like uh, you like sugar smacks? Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Like, that's evil. Yeah. You know, or what have you. But, you know, like, I'm sure it's all about what lens you look through. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure the people who were part of the Nazi party, mm-hmm. they thought the Jews were evil. Mm-hmm. And and they thought they were right doing what they did. I think I think and there are like, some that flipped around though. Were like, holy shit, this is fucked whoa, up. Whoa, hey, this you is know? not what I signed up but for. Like, so you have to have that capability <laughs> in your mind to think differently. Like, right. I, I did. I talked to this guy the other day about religion, and what I told him was, I said he was religious, and I'm not. But I told him, I said, I'm. I don't believe in God, but I haven't had that like all encompassing like you know emotional like experience in my life where I'm like oh my god I felt the presence of god and there's nothing that you can say to me that will ever change my mind because I felt it and I can't explain it and like people have had this feeling you know they've no, had this for experience sure. in their life I haven't but here's my thing is like I'm open to the possibility of that happening if it happens I can't deny it and then I'll probably think differently from that point forward do I think that's going to happen? No, probably not. Could it? Yeah. But I have an open mind about this thing, this topic, and it could happen. I'm not ignorant to the fact that anything's fucking possible. Yeah, you know? well, I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm pretty certain, mm-hmm. but I'm not a hundred percent certain yeah, that like, I'm right. You know, like, what I'm would saying? you stake your life on it? Well, I mean, I could be wrong, so probably not. But See, some people are like, "Yes, I would fucking stake my life on well, it." And, like, and, and, and you know what's crazy about that is, I look at it and I'm like, "Well, here's my thing." Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, because I've had people tell me before, like people who have been pretty close friends with religious, and they're just like, "Well, dude, man, like, what if you're wrong and you mm-hmm. die, and then and then you're gonna spend an eternity in hell?" Mm-hmm. And I, my always response to that is, is I was like, "Well, it'll be warm, and I'll know people there." Yeah. But secondly, okay. I'm like, "Then your God is a is a farce, in my personal view, because if I didn't believe, and then he's like, "Oh, well, you fucking, you know," I was like, "I don't." Is it really good if I just double, like, say I believe just to double down, just in case? Mm-hmm. Well, could be real. You know what? I'm a Samuel believer, just in case. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't want folks spending eternity yeah, in hell. Bart Simpson deathbed turnaround. Yeah, I'm like, nah, fuck that. Look, yeah. is I'm just gonna, you know, do whatever. But you know, everybody has their opinion. You know, and I, and I always look at it this way. I'm like, if believing in a god or gods or whatever, you know, whatever religion uh, du jour that you have, hmm. if that makes you a better person and yeah. it's less, it helps you be less of a prick. Mm. Fucking believe, man. That's what I say. Yeah. Fucking believe. But if it makes you be a fucking asshole, then, you then maybe to, you then, need to change something. Then either you're misinterpreting the words, yeah. or you're you know you're wrapping yourself in this like cloak of piousness. Yeah. That's just and, absolutely and I think ridiculous. for me, like that's what kind of turns me off from religion are those people, not the people that are good, because I've met a lot of religious people that are great people that I would never be like. Oh, you're religious. Uh, you think differently than me. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Uh, there, you know. But there's also people who are just like super pushy about it, and they yeah. they give the bad name to the group. It's exactly. And you could easily uh, translate this into politics yeah. because there are good people that have that lean one side, and there's bad people that lean one side on both sides. Of course. And so neither you, side has nailed it. No, I'm like no, no. we're we're humans and we're no. flawed. I, 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 I try I try to be centrist, but I just I don't I'm not a fan of Trump, so I get labeled, you know, as a libtard a lot. You but. know, it's it's interesting too cuz uh you you know him, Joey G posted uh mm-hmm. today or no, I was uh, the other day, but I I just, I happened to watch it today. Uh 
uh, for those of you who've heard me talk about Joey before, he runs the Mint comedy show that I do uh, quite regularly, pretty much almost weekly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm trying to get him uh, and Christine Levine to come on and be a guest on the podcast yeah. one of these days coming up. But I don't uh, know if we said that on the podcast. We before, haven't, but so. I'm definitely uh, going to be in talks for this. Oh, we, we'll, we'll be able to. Yeah. It's just a matter of uh, you know getting schedules together. But yeah. what I did, uh, what he posted was actually a video. It was the last speech that Ronald Reagan gave. Mm-hmm. And it was so pro-immigrant. Mm-hmm. Like, he was reading, like, a letter that he had gotten. Reagan was a Republican, I believe. Yes, so. he was. Yeah. And he basically was... I don't think the party in, has really changed since... Well, uh, since Trump, it's changed. But I yeah. think Republican ideology has been it had the same stayed, It had stayed Reagan. the same for a long time until, mm-hmm. until uh, the current edition. But, you know, basically what he was saying was is that the reason... He goes, you know, you can move... To Turkey, Germany, and all these other countries, but you'll never be a German, a Turk, mm-hmm. or you know a Brazilian. But you could move to America from another country, mm-hmm. and one day you will be an American. Yeah, and that's what makes our country so great. And the minute that Lady Liberty's torch is extinguished, and we do not bring in new, fresh ideas from other cultures and people moving here, is the mm-hmm. day that we have a downfall. And it was just interesting to hmm. me because most Republicans that I've had conversations with, they hold Ronald Reagan up there like on the Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. of Republicans. Mm-hmm. And he was so great, you know, Reagan economics and all yeah. this stuff. And Donald Trump could not be farther from the last speech that one of the Republican heroes made. Mm-hmm. He was making a cry to America to not be this close minded. Yeah, you know, and I think there's there's a lot of people like whether you lean one way or the other that still feel that way. Um, But there's a lot of people who are in power that feel differently. But it's 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 wild when the people who are in power don't necessarily hold the same ideas that their constituents that voted for them do. Well, and And, I feel that that's on uh, both the left and the right. You know, Um, yeah, I mean, like like the the left has gone so. Uh, social justice warrior happy and I think that it it starts to almost make people go the other way like hold back like resist like because you've gone too far yeah I get that too and And like like I, I there's a couple topics that I I try to think like okay well I don't actually agree with like you know a fetus is getting aborted, you know, like a week before pregnancy. I think that's pretty fucked up. I support abortion, but, uh, you know, like, there's, there's degrees. But I'm just a fucking guy sitting here posting on Facebook. So, like, I, I, that's, that was the argument I used. I said, what am I going to do? Nothing. I'm going to post about it on Facebook. What are you going to do? Absolutely nothing. Post about it on Facebook. We have no control over what our elected officials are going to do no like at this point no they're in office they're going to do what they want to do we might do a rather a fucking letter writing campaign which i'm not going to do so i'll just talk about on this fucking podcast yeah well (laughs) when it comes down to it is you know um you know george george carlin has said it best i know i've probably said it on the podcast i say it so much that god i don't know if i've said it on the podcast or not but you know he basically was talking about and i probably was talking about we were doing you know the election time was he was just like you know the owners of this country don't give a fuck about you they don't give a fuck about you it is a huge fucking club 
and you ain't in it. Yeah, I remember that one. You know, and I mean, and it's it's he's like, you know, they call it the American dream. He's like, and they keep building all these things to distract us from the fact of the red, white, and blue dildo that gets keeps shoved up your ass on a daily basis. <laughs> and you know, I know that that's a, a glorious picture to behold, but definitely, you know, I just look at it and I'm like, I don't know, man. It's one of those things where, you know, you can you can look at it whichever side you want. I'm like, but I feel like. Uh, until we decide that our elected officials are going to start using stuff called, you know, your conscience and voting what's best for your constituents, for the country as a whole, as opposed to the people who paid you to get into office that helped you with your campaign contributions. I'm like, left, right, center, independent, it's all going to be the same damn game. Yeah. You get sold to the highest bidder. I'm like, that's why Trump's still doing all his shit, I think. Mm-hmm. This wall thing, I think, would have gone away far and away earlier Mm -hmm. other than the fact that the people that he promised the building contracts to Mm -hmm. are rent is due motherfucker yeah that's why he's pushing so hard of of, uh, barbed wire on the fence up in nogal down in nogales and there's uh, a lot of people that are against it but then there's other people that are like nope it's gonna stay there it's federal properties you you guys can pull whatever you want dude you could put fucking landmines on the top you can do look if somebody wants to get here they're gonna get here I'm sorry. I, yeah, that was an argument I had online. Like, I just, about, I, I just like, look at him like the, the indomitable human spirit that if you really set your mind to do something, you will accomplish it. I'm like, people swim from fucking Cuba yeah. to get to America, <laughs> like shark-infested waters, crazy oceans. What's up? They swim from Cuba. Yeah, or if they don't swim, they put it on a, they get on a fucking raft that's basically like yeah. a, like a, a, like a door to your bathroom you know what i mean put a couple of flotation (laughs) things on it and they fucking raft over here man like people will find a way to get here yeah no matter what i'm like you can't you can't put yourself in a box and i'm like you know we've gone through so much uh you know i I don't want to use the word meddling but we've been you know the police of the world Mm -hmm. getting involved in other countries public affairs Mm -hmm. and personal business Um, and we always do it under the guise of we're saving people or we're doing the righteous thing Mm -hmm. I'm like well so we're going to do the righteous thing and get involved in other people's business but we're going to close off our borders and not allow people to come here like yeah, well, that's that's why a lot of the, the, oh the caravan that's coming up here. Yeah. Um, no, is, is, uh, did they did they get lost? Because that was like uh, was it a month or I, two ago. I, like, you know, I actually I'm, did see a, a news story where they're showing a bunch of people walking in a caravan, saying like they're coming up. You know, and I, I mean, I don't know. Like, you, you it's hard to know because that could have just been anything. You know, that could have been like. At a stock con- footage at a concert or something. I don't know. They didn't, <laughs> they're like, they didn't look like they were going to a concert. Film Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah. they're coming, motherfuckers. But yeah, and uh, I mean, a lot of them say, you know, oh, well, the United States, they, they interfered in our, you know, country, and now we're way worse off because of that. So we want to come to America now. And it's like, I mean, that's a, that's a rough argument to make, you know, because I feel like we're, as Americans, <laughs> This is a crazy analogy, but (laughs) I just feel like we're basically like, we always want to party. Like we're, we're Americans. We're a frat. We like to fuck shit up, get drunk and just fucking do damage. And I'm like, but we we never, we never (laughs) want to clean it up and we never want to have the party at our house. We want to go to your house, fuck up your shit, break your furniture, fucking break the vases on the things and then leave and be like, ah, hope your parents don't get pissed. Fuck you. And then like people are like, Hey man, when are we throwing a rager at your house? And they're like, never bro. 
Our fucking our, our house is closed, bro. Frats only. Bros only, homie. I don't know. But anyways. Yeah. Let's um let's lighten the mood up here. Um right. scary stories to tell in the dark. Ooh, I mean, I used to love reading those books. I think I yes. don't remember how young I was, but I fucking loved them. Yeah, so okay, so I got it's like a one minute trailer. I'm gonna play it. So the sound should come through. Um I watched them, but you haven't, so I'm just gonna hit play. All right, and then uh, we'll just kind of go from there. So, all right, let's go. do this. This summer, from Guillermo Ooh. del Toro. Del Toro. Yep. Del- Scary stories. Do you remember that one? The no. big toe. No, I don't. Yeah, I remember this that one. Summer from Guillermo this del Toro. summer. And next. And next. You're next. Scary I don't, I don't know what that one was. I don't know either. Yeah, I can't tell. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. Tell me they have one from Harold. Ooh. That one looks kind of grudgy. Scary stories. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was All right, it. that's cool. Yeah, so um, I think there was like another one. I don't know if it was, it was, it was in that one. The one where uh, the girl has... Uh, a boil on her face. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Spiders come I, out. I think I, when I was scrolling through Facebook, like I saw that like real fast, yeah. like, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's the spider one Jeff was talking about." You know, but, she had the, but Harold is on the. I've the seen poster. the poster. Yeah. yeah, so I know it's gonna be one of the stories, but mm-hmm. so this is this is gonna be this is gonna be weird for me because this is like a clip show movie kind of thing. Yeah, or? and I'm like also on top of that like. My imagination as a kid, like, it, you know, it, it's still, my imagination as an adult can run wild. Mm. And I'm like, so, I'm going to be interested to see how scary this is going to be, or mm. if, like, I'm going to be watching it. I mean, be like, it doesn't look like a child's movie. I'm like, this is, or am I going to be <laughs> like, wow, dark. this is fucking hokey. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm kind of, mm. But, and then some of the stories are, like, two, three pages, so it's like, yeah, yeah what are you going to do with it? Maybe that's why the trailer is so funny. Like, yeah. every trailer is like, they had to show, like, a bunch of them. I'm like, yeah, like, we didn't want to give away the entire scene, so. We didn't want to give up the 30 seconds of the clip. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, Guillermo I, del Toro, you know, he did Pan's Labyrinth. You know, you know I, I, I'm in the minority. Hellboy. I'm in the minority. Oh, I loved Hellboy. Uh-huh. But I'm in the minority of people who really did not appreciate Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, really? I might have to give it another, wo- an, uh-huh. another look. Um, Just that the, I th- the I monster with the eyes in his hands. That, that shit was, was fucking, fucking dope. Yeah. And if the movie had more of that yeah. and less of the, like, fucking, you know, the girl and her dad and all the fucking yeah, bullshit. Yeah, the family like, getting infiltrated I by the army I don't give a stuff. fuck about any of that, dude. Yeah. Like, just show me the labyrinth shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I came to see. I came to see some weird, creepy shit. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like, I, can, I could leave all the other fucking melodrama out of it. Um, I did see a trailer. I don't know if you've seen it because they finally released a trailer for it. I was talking about they're redoing Child's Play. Oh, that trailer showed up in the Dude. list. Dude, and it's for it's this funny trailer. because it's, and I was like, what the it's, fuck? It's, I didn't know there was a new one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aubrey Plaza is playing the mom. Dude, smoke. Oh, show. really? Oh, dude. Nice. Aubrey Plaza is so hot. Does it? Does the uh, uh, the good guy still look like Chucky? Or? Well, okay, so. It does, uh-huh. but the thing is, in the entire trailer, they just kind of show you like a silhouette, uh-huh. and like they show them like making the good guy dolls. Okay, but they don't show you what he's gonna look like now because you know when I uh-huh. watch the watch him back, which I still do because oh, they, yeah. they were part of my childhood. Like Chucky, because of the technology and stuff, like it looks super fucking hokey. 
mm-hmm. and just kind of shitty. Yeah. So like this is supposed to look like way better, obviously, because of mm-hmm. you know the times have changed and the special effects and everything. So I'm interested to see that. And the people who brought it uh, back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the same producers that are doing Child's Play. And I really liked It Chapter 1. I can't wait for It Chapter 2 to come out this year with yeah, the, the, yeah, the star-studded cast that they have in it. Yeah, I haven't even... Uh, yeah, Bill Hader is going to be Bill in Hader, uh, James McAvoy, uh-huh. uh, Jessica Chastain. Whew, real hot redhead. Nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be... I think it's going to be awesome. And then uh, if uh, Bill... I haven't even seen a trailer for that yet. No, they had. They don't have a trailer for yeah, it yet. Yeah. That's but, probably uh, smart. But Bill Skarsgård, who plays the new Pennywise, was mm. saying that... What this movie is going to do, which uh, the original movie that they, the miniseries that they had on TV and whatnot, never really touches on, is why it chose the Pennywise form mm-hmm. and how that, like, it's his backstory basically hmm. is going to be involved in the telling in, in this chapter oh, cool. too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't know. It's kind of weird to me because I don't know how to feel with all these remakes and reboots and rehashes of stuff they made, like of like stuff when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But I love Child's Play. I'm interested to see if it's going to be like better, um, you know? Because sometimes you'll watch a movie and it's so dated, and you're just yeah. like, Ugh. well, there's a lot of criticism too that people are some people are not fans of reboots of movies that didn't need to get rebooted. True, but I think as other older like influential films age, then some don't age well, and just like you said with Child's Play, you know, they could reboot it and it could be way better, you know. You know, and it's and it's and you know, and it could suck. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, they haven't made a a shark movie as good as Jaws, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And when Meg, you, did you see the Meg? Yeah, I it was it. fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Like, yeah. it was laughable. You know what I'm saying? But, but like, you, you can't recreate that feeling that you got when you were a child being scared of a huge shark coming out right. of the Right. I mean, ocean. and when I watch Jaws, like, you can, you know what I mean? Like, as a kid, I thought it looked pretty realistic. But yeah. when you watch it as an adult, you're like, oh, my God, that looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so hokey. Yet... <laughs> I like, can see the stagehand walking. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, but yet at the same time, like I still feel like it looks better than any of the CGI deep blue seas or 47 meters, which mm. they're making a sequel to that. 47, 47 meters? meters? Yeah, now it's like yeah. 47 meters down and out or some yeah. shit. Like, so, I'm like, Sounds like my Friday night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that nice, could be man. taken so many ways. I know. I'm like, uh, so speaking of movies... <laughs> Uh, I That's went. What she said, "Fuck, <laughs> yeah, let's make one." But uh, I went and saw the Green Book, which the is Green uh, Book. Is that the sequel to the Green Mile? Uh, yes, actually, oh. they they dig up uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, but. Uh, I think that's the guy's name that died. Anyways, uh, so the Green Book is actually based off a true story um, of Don, Dr. Don Shirley, who is a African American pianist during uh, the times uh, when our great country was so great again that black people were not allowed to eat at counter uh, certain diners, certain restaurants. They were not allowed to stay at certain hotels. You know, different separate drinking fountains. Oh, you mean like. 70 years ago? Mm, I don't, was it even that long ago? I'm like, this fucking, been like, less, it's, you know, I don't know, man. The South really held on for a long time. Though. Yeah, so so what's what's it? Uh... <clears throat> and then so uh, Vigo Mortensen plays a dude who, uh, Tony the Lip. Uh-huh. It's not the Lip, it's just Tony Lip. Because he had a way with words and he'd always talk his way out of shit. But he basically worked at the Copacabana and he would, you know, he'd take care of stuff that needed to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. And he was a driver. So Dr. Don Shirley, this black pianist who is 
amazing at the piano, wanted to go to a do a tour through the Deep South. Okay. And he needed a driver. And Tony was hired because his record label were like, you know, there could be some danger. There could be some rednecks who are going to cause some shit, and yeah. we need a dude who can, you know, get things done. Right. And Tony is completely uneducated as far as uh, degrees and whatnot, but he, he did graduate from a school of hard knocks. And then uh, the reason it's called the Green Book, which is so true and so sad to me, that the Green Book is a handbook that existed – does exist, I guess, if it's still on paper, but it was used if you were black and traveling through the South, it would let you know which hotels you were allowed to stay at without there to be an issue, which restaurants you were allowed to eat at, hmm. you know, which places would cater to the colored person, basically. And it's a and that's a true story, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh true story in these and so these guys become like friends. Like basically Tony starts to learn a lot of stuff from Dr. Shirley and Dr. Shirley who has you know, lived a very, he's rich. He's lived a very, you know, like in, you know, I won't go into everything that happens, but they, they basically kind of learn from each other and they become really good friends. Mm -hmm. And, um, they stayed friends in real life up until they died within months of each other. Oh, wow. Like one of them, one of them croaked and then a couple months later, the other one died. Okay. But they, uh, they, they had remained friends in a time where, you know, and, uh, Tony Lip is an Italian, and uh, so the comedian Sebastian Maniscalco's in it, and it's just like you watch it, and you just see all the like. If you've ever seen The Sopranos, like they call black people moulinians, mm. and like eggplants and stuff like that, and they just like you just watch all these people are like, you know, what are you doing hanging out with these moulinians over here, guy? You know, and you're just mm. like, damn, like really, like you know. So it's it's, just it wasn't them traveling the south though, like yeah, and they you know, and and shit happens, you know, like they they deal with a lot of racism, mm. uh, and Tony is a complete. You know, from the start of it, he looks at things differently, you know? Like, he's like, no, this guy's really cool, you know, and whatever. The only things that they really have a difference is, is Tony is like, dude, like, Homeboy is eating the entire movie. Like, literally from, like, the minute that it starts till the end, like, he's fucking shoveling food in his mouth. He's like, he, get, he gets a large pizza and folds it like a taco mm -hmm. and just starts, like, eating a pizza. Nice. You know? But, um, you know, and so he just kind of, you know, he's very un... Uh, uneducated so dr shirley is using very big words and is eloquent you know and he's just like hey forget about it over here we're talking about over there you know what's the matter you but uh it was a really good movie and it's you know it's just another thing to look at i guess for me to know that you know we're not that far removed from when this country was a real fucking shithole mm -hmm. as far as how it treated people. And in some instances, it still goes on today, especially in the Deep South, mm -hmm. which is it's, just, it's saddening to me to see that, like, you know, you see this guy who was so brilliant and all these rich white people were paying him to play mm -hmm. because they wanted to act like, well, see, we, you know, we're cool. But meanwhile, they still, like, wouldn't let him use, like, the same restroom. Like, he's still, like, he was playing at, like, the governor's mansion, and he wasn't, they were like, oh, yeah, no, no, your bathroom's out in the fucking woods, bro. No, oh, damn. You know, and it's just like, damn, man, people are still some like, shitty like that, and it's just, it's it's crazy. Mm. Uh, but anyway, I was. It's on Netflix? Uh, no, that one's in the movie, that one's in the movie theater. Oh, it's the yeah. brand it's, it's up for, uh, it's up for, I don't know if it's up for an Oscar, I know uh, the uh, guy who played Dr. Shirley, he's gonna be in the new Alita Battle Angel, he plays oh, the bad guy. Oh, uh, Yeah, I can't wait to see that. That's actually the only thing. 
about Valentine's Day that I'm looking forward to. Oh, that, that movie comes out on yeah. Valentine's Day. Oh, what about uh, ha- Happy Death Day too, or whatever? Or did you ever see the first? one? <laughs> I didn't. I did. I, I was liked it, it. Was it good? I liked it. Yeah. I like. I, yeah. It was, you know, it was the Groundhog Day of like dying. <laughs> well, and the first one, like I, I remember, kind of like I saw the trailer. And I'm like, I don't know, but I have seen the tra- the trailer for the sequel enough times where I'm kind of like where she has to like take herself out, and I'm like, all right, I kind of fucking. Like, I, all right, I'll check this out. Yeah. So I'll have to go back watch the first one. Before it comes out, yeah, it's, and then it's, check it's, it out. it's a good movie. It's, I mean, it's, it wasn't shit. It was entertaining. It well, was that, that, how to things. me, like a lot of times, like you know, uh, some of my friends will tell me I'm too easy of a critic on movies, yeah. but I just look at it and so I'm like, hey man, did I get entertained for the time I, I watched I it, too, yeah. or was I, you know, because like I've watched some stuff where like you know, like I'm like, god damn, is this shit ever gonna be over? Like yeah. I feel like my life is wasting away like, watching this shit. I, I watched Solo on Netflix, and I know that that wasn't very well received and i don't understand the hatred for that i know movie. i was like this is a I, good movie i thought that yeah. shit was bomb i'm yeah. like first of all donald glover fucking murdered lando calrissian like he fucking like he was lando calrissian yeah he was good and then uh um what like like spoiler darth maul was in it <laughs> yeah that shit was and i wasn't dope. expecting i was like oh shit you know and and a lot of people like it was so funny because like, i was reading like a, a lot of comments and like you know the people who are like you know uber into the canon and all the other new, you know, the uh, animated series and stuff. Because in the Clone Wars, you find out that he's not dead. And, like, there's this badass battle between Darth Maul and Yoda. Mm-hmm. Like, you should YouTube oh, yeah. it. It's fucking the shit. It's awesome. Oh, in the Clone Wars, the cartoon? The, the cartoon, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, basically it tells you how Maul stops being Darth Maul. He just calls it goes by Maul and how he kind of, mm-hmm. like, runs, like, these, like, pirate renegade people and shit and how, like, basically he survived off eating rats and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, he gets those robo legs and shit. Like, he get chopped in half, though? In the- yeah, so that's why he gets, like, a robo torso. Oh, so his okay. whole lower half, if you see if you see it on the hologram, huh. it's, like, robotic and shit and that's, like, that's how he, like... Okay, I don't yeah, know I'm how... When, think, I, like, I don't yeah. know how when you get cut in half, like... I'm trying so. to place that in the timeline, you know, <clears> like... When yeah. did Solo fall in the timeline? It was before. Um, it was before. What well, was before A New Hope? It was before, yeah, Part Four. Um, so somewhere in between. Um, what about Rogue One and Solo? Oh, how did those fall in line? With well, each Rogue other? One. So okay, so it goes Episode One, Two, Three, mm-hmm. Rogue One, mm-hmm. and then immediately into Episode Four, which is A New Hope, which was no, yeah, I know that. that, and then the ending of of Rogue One was brilliant. Yeah, how it just that. fucking seamlessly went into yeah, it. Yeah, I was watching that on, running from the ship and you, trying to get the the in, the plans out. Yeah, and that was God, I love that dope fucking as, ending. Dude. The, the ending was great, and it was cool because on. Um, uh, last week, uh, I was watching. Uh, it was like TNT or whatever it was, and they were playing Rogue One, mm-hmm. and then then and then uh, Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope, like yeah. right after each other. So you got to like Those watch do the seamlessly and it just, pretty boom. much go right yeah, into each because the ending is the beginning. Yeah. So um, would Solo be before that? Would be before that. Yeah, I would say Solo because yeah, because he hadn't met Leia yet. Right. So yeah, I would say would this. Had to have been. I don't know. Uh, you can't quote me on it exactly, but I would say it would have. It definitely has to be after Episode One because Darth. Maul is dead. You know, he gets chopped in half because now he has the robo leg. So I would say somewhere between episode one and episode three, but probably between one and two, or it could have been between two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the Clone Wars had happened yet. I don't think so because I don't think the... No, the Clone Wars was in, what, part three, right? No, that was part two. Was uh, that part two? Yeah, three was uh, the Revenge of the Sith. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, that to me, out of all of the Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith is my favorite. You know, they say you could completely skip part one. And you will have not missed out on anything as far as like the Star Wars 
Like, yeah. The kidding. only thing that you'd miss out is on Liam Neeson, and we all know how popular Liam, Liam Neeson is. Liam Neeson's, though? Dude, I'm like, <laughs> that motherfucker thought he was really from Taken and shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, I don't know if you're the black man who did this, but I will find you, and I will kill you. I'm like, God damn, dog, for real? You're saying uh, anyone, anyone would do? with the lifesaver, bitch. <laughs> say lifesaver? The candy? Lifesaver. Anyways. Lifesavers. Um, but speaking of Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, I got into two shows. You know, anybody who's uh, our um, avid listener knows we talk a lot about 90 Day Fiance when that was on. Love it. Can't uh, wait for it to come back. And this one is like in the same vein of that kind of a show. Oh, uh, here we go. But it's called Back with the X. With the X, it's on Netflix. Does it deliver what it promises? It does. <laughs> do they get back with their ex. Uh, some of them do. Yeah. Uh, I won't spoil which couples make it, which ones don't. But basically, how it is is like there's like four couples from like varying, uh, varying like stages of how long they've not been together, but it's usually at least a year or so. Uh, one of them, like the the longest timeline, was a couple that like they hadn't been together for like twenty some years, and the dude is like, there has not been a day that has gone by since I've been like thinking about this girl. And, Damn, like, I just want to make things work, and like oh, they man. live in separate countries, which I know what that's like. like. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. Okay, you know, it was it was, it was a, a series though. Yeah, it was, right. it was you know I think like six seven episodes uh, okay. each like an hour. But um, you know I mean if, if you're looking for that ninety day fiance fix like it'll or the the my big fat gypsy wedding fix it's it's right <laughs> along that main vein with it. But it led me to think about it as I was watching and I'm like hey Jeff I'm like are there any exes from your past where you know because basically the reason they're getting back together like uh, one of them like the girl cheated on them mm-hmm. and like so like that obviously into the relationship mm-hmm. but you know they hope to get back together and like you know can move on from that like are there any exes from your past where you're like you know what like if i had the opportunity like i'm a different person hopefully they're a different person like or yeah dude you know, there like, totally is there's like one in particular i think um when i when i first moved to arizona i was dating this girl for like four and a half years and um i just moved to arizona and like that was like we just kind of like ended it because of that and um yeah it was it was it was messy after that but like going like forward in life i was wondering like man what if i didn't move like i probably would you know i you you imagine these like what if kind of things if in your past you never you know um oh sure and like and i i i thought about that like before like probably a lot more when i was younger probably not as much now um crazy thing is um like fast forward till like i don't know maybe uh, like a couple months ago when I did go back to California I randomly fucking ran into her and oh no way yeah and and she was pregnant <laughs> and like and I was just like oh cool you know um I think she was pregnant I hope I didn't fucking I'm sure she doesn't listen but I won't say oh, her name or anything on. but she does. um I I've thought about that like wow I wonder what it would be like you know but it, it might be different it might be worse you know like you you tend to remember a lot of the positives of revisionist history and you, it might, you know, I might not be thinking clearly with a, cl- a fresh set of eyes. It might have been worse off than what I remember. And maybe that had something to do with it. But, like, looking at it from my perspective nowadays, like, if, if like, she was interested and, uh, like, Netflix came and said, hey, we want to make this TV show. We want to know if you guys want to do it. I would be like, sure, I'll do it, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if she would. I think her husband might have something to say about that. But. God damn, man. Why do these husbands got to fuck everything up? I know. I mean, God, how does... 
<laughs> I see, no, it's not your baby. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, that's, yeah. I, and I, I wonder, like, if everyone has that. You know, do, think, do you? I, you know, I kind of do, and then I kind of don't. Like, what I would say is, is like, yeah, there's a couple of um, situations where I feel like there's definitely one in particular um, of a person who... Uh, I kind of listen to their friends where they're just like, you know, hey, like, I hope you're not trying to get serious with my friend because, like, she just likes to play things low-key and, like, chill or what have you. Um, but we never really kind of had that discussion, and I kind of fuck things up in a, in a, in a very immature way. And uh, But, like, I look at it, and I was like, man, through all of, like, the relationships I think I've ever been into, like, I've kind of felt like I've had to, I don't know about change myself, but definitely alter certain things about myself or my personality i guess in a way so you to learn kind of like, from your past mistakes yeah crazy but no i mean like you know uh that was the only relationship i feel like where like i never had to try to impress the girl that i was with or mm-hmm. you know like everything was just so That's fluid cool and i was myself yeah like you know like That's you know like the girl she really she, liked she just wanted she just wanted the leo and you <laughs> know and i was and uh i didn't i was too young to get that um and uh so yeah i mean you know if we could reconnect i I did try like later on in life like Mm -hmm. you know a few years like after the fact but the way i had ended things was like just so immature and shitty Mm -hmm. like there was really no there was no getting back from that so she definitely probably wouldn't want to do the show uh if netflix came asking Uh, but ask her um, if she wants to do this podcast (laughs) i don't think she wants to talk to me let alone do a podcast (laughs) where she better content where she has to stare and like uh, give me give me me daggers yeah uh, the whole time but uh no i mean it was an interesting show like i said uh it was just one of those like oh god there's nothing on tv well let's just see what netflix has to offer um I did binge watch a show last night. Uh, that's why I'm I'm not hungover, but I'm exhausted because uh, each episode is an hour, and I just it was like fuck. Okay, one more, man, one fucking more, yeah, and <laughs> I really wanted that's to 3 like. A.m. <laughs> I kind of wanted to continue watching, but I was like, dude, I got to get some sleep. I got to do the podcast in the morning. But it's called The Last Kingdom. Okay. Uh, they apparently have three seasons. This is a new show for me. I just started last night, and I watched uh, five hours of it. Damn. Uh, but it's basically a period piece, uh, the Danes versus the Saxons. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the names are just like just crazy. Like the main character's name is Uthed, mm-hmm. and uh, he was a, a Saxon. His, he was the, uh, his brother. He was basically the younger of the two princes. And when the Danes came and in, invaded the lands, uh, they killed his older brother and threw his head, mm. like, basically at the castle gates. Mm. Like, yep, we fucking As did that shit. Like, <laughs> let's get let's get down. And uh, so his dad goes into battle, and his dad gets killed. And he watches that, so he tries to kill some of the Danes. Mm. And, of course, I mean, he's a kid at this point, you know? He's, like, eight, nine years old. And, like, like so, like, he stabs one of the guys, and the guy's like, what are you doing? And he just kind of, like, fucks him up, and he's like, mm. ah, this kid's got spirit. We're going to keep him as a slave. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, English slash Saxon. His dad gets killed. He comes over. He's a slave. And his uncle actually, like, let him escape to watch his dad get killed because he was hoping that the Danes would kill him too mm. so that way he could be king. Oh, shit. And uh, so his uncle finds out that he's still alive, that he's kept as a slave, and he wants to ransom his his uh, nephew back so he could murder him. Mm-hmm. 
But the guy who has kind of been his slave owner has really kind of taken a liking to this kid. It's also the same guy he tried to kill. Like, he stabbed him. Oh, and man. the guy's just laughing at him. But uh, so he kind of basically pays the ransom so that he can buy this kid instead of letting him get back to his uncle to where he'll be killed. Mm-hmm. And then he raises him like a son, and he becomes like this Danish warrior. Hmm. And uh, so then uh, his dad gets killed, the new guy, his new dad. Hmm. He gets iced. And uh, there's a story that he killed him. So now his Danish people don't like him, and they're trying to kill him. And the, and his uncle finds out he's still alive, and he still wants to kill him because he's got a rightful heir to the throne. So basically he's a man without a country or a place to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he has to kind of rebalance his life and figure some shit out and find out where he can be safe and who he can side with uh, to do some shit. And like, uh, so he ends up siding with this king who is... A uh, he's a Christian, and he basically believes that like if you're not a Christian, like you should perish. That's why he wants to kill the Danes. Hmm. And uh, the Danes are like, yeah, well, we believe in Thor and Odin and stuff, and your god's a fucking piece of shit, so we're gonna kill you. Mainly because they want land, property, and women and shit, because they're you know they're more primal. Yeah. But it's a really good show. Like the acting's really cool. I'm like it's bloody as fuck. Um, cool. Yeah. And it sounds yeah okay. It sounds sounds like something I'd be into too. I'm into yeah. those like time period pieces. Like it's medieval really type really cool. Like I said, like so uh, the first uh, first season's eight episodes. I, I plowed through five of them. Um, as soon as as soon as the podcast is done, I'm probably gonna go home and <laughs> smoke a bowl and check that shit out. Right on. But uh, yeah, it was really good, man. So what else you got going on? Um, so I'm trying to look at my list here. Um, we talk a lot about a mu- uh, a lot about music on here. We've talked about the '90s, um, the '80s. No, we did we do the '80s. No, we need to do the '80s. We're definitely gonna yeah. do the '80s because I love the. 80s. I have a couple other like genres that I, I wanted to like devote like an episode to. Oh fuck um, yeah! And and um, oh on that too. Um, um, you remember we went to the comedy show and Helica was there. She uh, contacted me and asked me if we would be interested in having any Tucson rappers on the podcast. And she sent me a couple links to listen to their music. I gotta send them to you. Um, but yeah, so I think it would be freaking badass. No, these people she knows. Yeah. So these are people who would be interested in coming on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Oh. As far as as far as I know, yeah. She, I'll tell you she what, sent man. me the info, and so I told her well, I'd get back to her. But um, I hadn't mentioned it. But I'm gonna I'll, I'll forward them over to you. Oh but, fuck yeah, dude! So I'm told. Could, I have a couple more. Yeah. I would I, I, I would love to have uh, some rappers, especially local, yeah. uh, on the podcast, and we'll get you know get a chance to mm-hmm. you know maybe we could, we could do like a like a like a rap episode where we talk about you know just um, you know influencers from your youth and stuff like that and see for maybe, sure maybe like maybe maybe, uh, maybe on that episode we could get Adam yeah. back because he's he's yeah, definitely he knows he's he's a hip hop head for sure I mean yeah. I love hip hop yeah but, he had a lot uh, of, uh, that. Who was the Frank Sinatra of who was who were we talking about? Um, oh fuck, dude! Oh, it was Johnny Cash. Yeah, that was like the best like equivalent. I was like, man, this fucking. I want to put that on like a shirt. We should. <laughs> fuck, man. Let's make them, dude. Let's yeah. make them. Let's make some money up in this bitch. But yeah, so so yeah. No, there's that. But um, but so what we don't talk about though is what music genre do you generally dislike or just not listen to. Uh, do you have any that you just don't like? You're not a fan of? Uh, well, I mean, for me, it's mainly because I'm not spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really like gospel music or like Christian anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because they're Christian. It's because I don't really find the music to be that it inspiring. It just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, you know. I like, wonder if that's like that's a, like a necessary like. Uh, 
thing to to have in order to really appreciate that kind of music. I I totally think it is. I mean, yeah. when I first moved here, uh, my mom wouldn't let me listen to like hip hop, like real hip hop. I had to sneak uh, like Too Short and fucking Two Live Crew and that would shit. Would like, make you listen to Christian music? Uh, yeah. So one, one, might, one, one, of the, one of the one of the one of the first concerts that I went to was a Christian rapper oh, with my best friend Chris. We went and saw his name was Stephen Wiley. And I, dude, I still remember those songs because, yeah. like, I was like 10, 11, going to a church, and that was like, that was my like, that was my first Arizona concert that I went to. Was I like, saw Modest Yahoo one time? Dude, Modest Yahoo is the <laughs> shit. I've seen him four times, dude. Yeah, I saw him at Coachella, uh-huh. and the crazy shit was, is that's how you know how devout that guy is mm-hmm. uh, to his religion because. It was 115 degrees that day, and he was still in the fucking full, all-black, Hasidic Jew garb. And I was like, dude, I was in like a tank top, flip-flops, and fucking board shorts, and I was sweating my ass off. And this guy was dancing around. You You know, know he, he shaved the beard and everything, right? I haven't heard his stuff lately and, yeah. or seen kind of what he's into. I, I Somebody told me he kind of went a little more reggae. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I could, and and like you could see some of the influences in the beginning. Yeah, but like somebody said, like you know, because it was still kind of hip hop, Uh you know. And then people said like his like his current renditions are much different than that. Which I'd be interested because I did like a lot of the messages to his songs, even though I'm not Jewish. There was a a video where King Without a Crown is a really fucking good song. There's a video though where uh, there was a guy. I think it was in Hawaii. And there was this guy just playing his like acoustic, like I don't know if it was the a ukulele, ukulele. Yeah, the ukulele. And he was like playing a, a Modis Yahoo song, and Modis Yahoo looks totally different. Rolls up to the guy and just starts singing, and then the guy was like, "Oh man, good job!" And then he's like, "Yeah, dude, uh, I wrote that song." And he was like, "What?" He didn't realize it was him because he looks totally different now. Oh, dude, that's yeah. fucking dope. Yeah, it was. It's a cool video. I'll find it. I'll post it on the. Uh, on the uh, Facebook. Oh fuck um, yeah! But yeah, it was, it was good shit. So, um, and so, then and then like the other kind of music that I like, it's not that I hate it as much as I just don't really get it. Mm-hmm. Um, is for me country music. Yeah. Uh, living in Tucson, like you can't escape it. People are just fucking in love with it. Like uh-huh. the amount of people that like I know that go to Country Thunder and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, look, dude, like let's be fucking real. Like, I don't know if I would go you, to Country Thunder even if you bought me a ticket. I tell you what. <laughs> Maybe I, I would. Here's but... the one reason I would go. The amount <laughs> of for the music. amazingly hot chicks yeah, that wear true. next to nothing that go to that fucking thing. Yeah. Like I see all these like hot girls that I know that like will go to that shit and like I see all the like pictures of like them and their friends and I'm like, dude, you're 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 walking around like that. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, I remember like the I, I liked country music for about a year uh-huh. when I got divorced because I think like the country music you spoke to me at that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, and that was the one thing I remember because I went to about ten country concerts that year. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. I fucking dude. I started wearing a cowboy <laughs> hat and shit. Like, I, I went all country for a little bit. Oh man. But uh. No, man, I just remember all the girls wearing those tight-fitting Wrangler jeans and shit and just mm-hmm. whew, smoke yeah. shows. But, uh, but that isn't necessarily, like... The music sucks. <laughs> the music, dude, like, when I'm at work, yeah. and now they started playing within the last, like, year or so of working there, like, they started throwing, like, country songs into the mix. And, like, every time I hear it, I just want to, like, I just want to punch somebody. Mm-hmm. 
Because I'm like, God damn it, this shit sucks. Like, if I'd listened to country, like, we talked about Johnny Cash on the last, like, I love Johnny Cash. Mm -hmm. I like Willie Nelson. Like, I can listen to old school country Mm -hmm. and tolerate it. Or, in Johnny Cash's case, enjoy it. Mm -hmm. This fucking new shit that's going down, like, I don't even know. There's a lot of, like, uh... Like mixing of genres with with newer country music because they'll have a lot of like hip hop you know singers on on a country track or something. Which is or, fucking st- yeah. Or they'll they'll do a lot of like uh, collaborations basically. Yeah. You know, but it's like it's like in that it kind of bleeds over in different genres. So yeah, I just I just country music for me is one of the things. Like if I'm here, if I'm flipping through stations, and I'm like, oh fucking next. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't know. What so, about, what, so what for about me, you? like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the country thing, and I think uh, it kind of stems from when I was a child. My parents liked country music, and so they would listen to like George Strait and, and uh, Garth Brooks and stuff. And so I, I knew all the songs, but like when we were in like long car rides, like I didn't want to fucking listen to that. Uh, so eventually, like, I was like, I don't even like it now because like you guys listen to this too much, and I don't like it. So now I. I'm not a fan. So I think that's what kind of stems my dislike for country music. That totally not to, makes sense. You know, not to deny the talent or anything like that, but um, I'm just not a fan. Like, I wouldn't, out of, I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to country music. You know, if it's on, I can tolerate it, but if, if it's... If there's so, any other, anything else, I would probably choose that for, you know, over it. Um, and then... Um, um, yeah, mainly that, man. I mean, I can appreciate other types of music, too, but, like, like I, I watch, like, America's Got Talent, and there's, like, opera singers on there and stuff, and I'm like, wow, they're really good. But I, I couldn't sit and listen to opera music either, you know? Or, cla- like, classical, like... Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I just... I, I love it. Do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, oh, I, I couldn't... Chopin mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. Yeah, like, I, um, I mean, it might be kind of a thing you need to be in the mood for. Oh, or, no, like, it totally tone, is. But like, if I'm, I like, can't... sitting at home... I probably wouldn't just, you know, I, I would put it on. I listen to the, the lithium XM station, you know, yeah. and that's let's pretty put, much like 90s. Like, let's put it this way. Like, if I'm going to, like, all right, it's time to clean the house, I'm not going to put on a classical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because so that's just doing the, the vacuuming mood. I'm like, ooh, you know, but, um, yeah, like, if I need to, like, chill out or calm down, relax, I'm like, mm-hmm. just put on some classical, close my eyes, get down. I'm like, yeah. jazz, dude. Fucking love me some jazz. Mm. It's really good shit. And but, I, you know, and I probably on on that as well. Different, like, like I I I've same thing with my parents. that listen to a lot of Spanish music. Like we listen to fucking Texas tornadoes and like <laughs> all that. Like, hey baby, qué pasó? And all that, you know. And me hablo español perfecto porque tengo muchos años de clase en español en la escuela. But I just don't like to listen to a lot of Spanish music. I just I, if if I'm at like a club. And there was, like, a Spanish song. Like, when I went to Vegas, we went to this club where they were playing, like, cumbia and stuff. And I was, like, dancing with this chick. And it was cool. It was, like, whatever. But, like, again, like, if I was sitting at home, just, you know, I probably wouldn't put on, like, Spanish music. Super talented. I remember when I worked as a kitchen manager at Chipotle for a while. Mm -hmm. um, Like, we would, when I first started and I didn't, like, even though I was a manager, like, I was still, like, the new guy. Uh And uh, so, like, all day for like eight hours because like as the kitchen manager like my job was to like i had to learn each station and like be prolific at it so like you know i'd be sitting there fucking for hours cutting like 400 pounds of onions like some crazy shit i mean just by hand because they wouldn't let you use a chopper 
Really? Yeah. Fuck. No, because they needed everything to be authentic. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's not going to take away. It's going to taste the same. It's not going to take the authenticity. <laughs> and you guys want me to have everything, like, uniform in size. So if I had something that was uniform to do oh, it instead yeah. of just the old eyeball test, like, I think yeah. it worked better. Like, but we've come but, further than this in, in, yeah. in society. But it was funny <laughs> because, like, the kitchen staff, like, you know, like, they because you could listen to the radio back there, and it was just all Spanish music all day. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, like, you know. You once, switch it up. Oh, they, that's right. <laughs> I started telling Steph, I was like, all right, check it out. I was like, for an hour, we're going to listen to your music, okay? And I was like, mm-hmm. then, for an hour, you are going to listen to metal. <laughs> and so, like, it was kind of funny. That's, that's Sometimes that's how people get into it, too. No, it is, dude, you because they, like there was a couple of songs that would come on, because like, they would listen just like the radio. So, like, I'd hear, like, the same songs every day. Uh-huh. And, like, there was a couple, I was like, oh, yeah, this is my jam. I like that shit. Like, yeah. all right. You know, I'd move <laughs> around back there while I'm cooking, you know, I'm cutting shit up or whatever. But, like, yeah. Now, like, when I listen to it, I'm like, you know, and it, probably for me, a lot of it could be the language barrier. But then again, I don't think it really is because, mm. like, I will listen to uh, Andrea Bucelli. Mm. He sings in Italian. I love Rammstein. They sing in German. Yeah. But I like their shit, you know? So I don't know. I just said something about I, I can definitely, like, when I hear it, like, live somewhere, like, if I'm at, like, you know, a Tucson Meet Yourself or something, I'm like, man, that shit sounds good. Like, mm. I can hear the talent. Involved mm-hmm. in there, but what I normally I think it's different when you see them live too. Like I could, I could probably watch like a country band live, or you know, like a, a Spanish band li- live, and have a different appreciation for it than if I'm like flipping through the radio. I'm like, nah, I don't want to listen to this. Yeah, you know, so for sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's just uh, it's yeah, just um, thinking. We always talk about music, so I figured you know we don't really dabble into what we don't like to listen to, but yeah, just a interesting little tidbit. Um. Um, what is your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Do you have uh, a favorite? Oh, I do. Because I already have the... I already have Tagalongs, the, for sure. Yeah? Um, yeah. Like, I put those bitches in the freezer, get them nice and oh, nice okay. and nice cold. Or, actually, it's better in the refrigerator, because you put them in the freezer, they get a little too hard. Thin Mints can go in the freezer, though. See, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of Thin Mints, either. Do you like Tagalongs? The Tagalongs. That's, that's, the, that's the, the chocolate-dipped peanut butter ones. Like, the, the peanut butter cookies, they got cho- they're covered in chocolate. Oh, okay. I was thinking... Um, Dosey Do's are the, the ones that are just all peanut butter cookies. The peanut butter sandwich one. Which one is that? That's the do- Dosey Do's. Okay, yeah. Those are the ones I bought. I, I'm bad with the names. I'm looking at them right now. And they oh, have cool. All of, all of them. But and they got some new ones out there, Thin Mints I'm not a fan of, though. I I think they just... like I used to eat them when I was a kid, so... And those, I love mint. And I love mint ice cream, mint chocolate chip ice cream. Uh, no, so. I don't like mint ice cream either. Oh, I no. Don't, no, and I get it. I can understand why. <laughs> Tastes like mouthwash. I, I, I'm not a fan of of chocolate and mint mixed together. So like, remember like the Olive Garden, they'd always give you like that. Mint. The Andes mints. Yeah, I was like, nope. I, chocolate and mint are two things that I'm, I don't think go together. Yeah. It's not as good, not as good as peanut butter and chocolate. Like that. Is no, that, that goes together. Great. Ooh, <laughs> damn. Um, but yeah, no, the Girl Scout, the one of the kids around the neighborhood knocked on the door, like, oh, you want to buy some Girl Scout cookies? And all that. Fuck, and, man, send them yeah, my way. I know. I was I'm like, like, I have to hope that I like when I'm out about somewhere, like I trip, fall, and find them like, outside the grocery store somewhere. So yeah, you know? they're they're all over the grocery store right now too. Well, so. well see, I haven't caught them at the grocery store, but it was funny one night on the way to the Mint to do comedy. Mm-hmm. It was funny as fuck. I had to stop and get a pack of smokes and like. I guess the girl's mom 
is like the cashier inside. So her and her dad had a table right outside the Circle K. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, "You want to buy some cookies?" And I'm yeah. like, "Fuck, man! I was trying to be good this year, but yes." Like, let me go in and buy my smokes, you know, yeah. and then I'll... Uh, I'll what about, like, uh, did you hear about the Girl Scout that sat outside the, uh, like, dispensary? And, like, dude, that chi- th- dude, that girl is fucking an entrepreneur. Yeah, I was like, that's great. I'm like, we're already <laughs> pimping these kids out, you know, for a business to hawk their cookies, yeah. like... I think they got, like, some backlash from that, too. They fucking should. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm like, I was a... Cook. No, the Girl Scout got backlash from doing that. Fuck that, dude. I know, that sounds She's good. fucking smart, dude. Yeah. Fucking assholes. She's going to get that prize that they sell the most. Goddamn right. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? so. Yeah, dude. That girl, shit, dude. They, if, I don't care if she didn't sell the most cookies. Like, she should get the fucking prize just because, like, that's smart. Have you had the uh, the Girl Scout s'more cookies? No, I that, haven't. That was the one I wanted to get because they had the little list, and I was like, oh, I want the s'mores. And they're like, oh, we're sold out of those. Like, damn it. I haven't, and I think it's because... I'm always torn when it comes, like, when I'm making s'mores, like, those things mm-hmm. are the shit. It's one of the best tasting things ever. S'more marshmallow, fucking marshmallow, fucking chocolate, graham cracker. Like, who could not love that? Yeah. But, like, they've invaded s'mores with, like, s'mores coffee, Everything. s'mores cereal, Pop-tarts. s'mores, s'mores, s'mores. Yeah. And, like, yeah, the mo- cereal. And, like, most of it tastes like shit. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm hesitant. You don't want to soil your, you don't want to sully your good uh, my <laughs> name good, of uh, my s'more. s'more, s'more I don't want my name. I don't want my s'more game to be fucking <laughs> slandered, bro. Nope. Ugh, that's just crazy. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I love those Girl Scout cookies though. They're fucking so tasty. Okay, here's another one. This is a good one too because we kind of talked about it. Um, so, you know how like when you're a kid and your parents tell you something and then you believe it because they're your parents and you grow up believing whatever it is that tell you and then you find out as an adult fuck that's not true yeah you know you know what i'm talking about so like like when i was a kid um my mom um she told me don't cross your eyes because then they'll get stuck that way and so i believed that so i would like and i i would cross my eyes just to be silly but then i was like fuck i don't want them to get stuck that way i believe that well until almost nearly adulthood i feel oh, <laughs> and then shit. i found out that that's not true god damn it mom uh, do you have any anything like that that your parents or someone told you as a kid and you're like just believed them? Yeah, true love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I don't want to be dark on Valentine's Day, uh, but I, that's why I hate Valentine's Day. Oh, um, I do a Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> well, we are. It's called fucking misery, but yeah. no. I, I just uh, I would say for me. Um, I think I believed professional wrestling was real oh, a yeah. little bit longer than I probably should have. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, like, you know, even some good friends were like, dude, it's fucking fake. I'm like, you fucking don't know shit. Yeah. My homie got really hit with a steel chair, and that really yeah. happened, you know? It's like, it's like they really got hit, but they know how to take the hit. Right. And, you know, right. It's not a fake chair. Right. And you can't, like, no matter how much you brace yourself, you're still getting a piece of metal slammed into your face. Right. And so, I mean, maybe it hits your hand or something. You know? Right. But, I mean, jumping, like, like I always... Off the you, top rope yeah, or, or, like, Shane McMahon when he jumped off, like, that 30-foot, like... Yeah, the, the, you know, the, the Hell in a Cell. And, and oh, I'm the like, Titantron, too? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, you... He didn't fall on a mattress. He fell on something hard. You know, maybe it was soft, but the impact of that... Like, Still that's gonna not fake. Like, that's like, yeah, it's scripted, and they knew who was going to win, but, yeah, so it's like, you got to be more clear, like, oh, it's fake, it's like, yeah, it's 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 scripted, but there's still, like, you know... The, the people still get fucking hurt, Yeah, I but, mean, you know, like, yeah, like, well into my life, you know what I mean, it was, uh, it was a little bit longer than I probably should have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Good stuff, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. like, one, one thing somebody used to tell, like, like 
I don't know if it's just like a Catholic thing or like I don't know a middle a Midwest thing, but like and people say like if you masturbate too much you'll go blind, and I'm like oh yeah, and I, and I, or you get hairy palms. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the other shit. And I was yeah, like, I never really believed that shit, but I was like you know the first time I got glasses I was like I don't know maybe <laughs> when um, maybe that was step one when we were younger uh, if we would sing at the dinner table they would say don't sing at the dinner table because the devil's watching you. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, my parents didn't say that shit. Dude, no way. They weren't even like really religious. I don't know why that was a thing. The devil's watching you because if you're, you're singing? singing? At the dinner table. Yeah, it's weird, right? God damn, dude. Like, that's one of those things where, like, you know, and maybe I can I can piggyback off of what you said. And, like, is there, is there some shit you tell your daughter? Because you're a dad now. I'm not mm. I'm not a parent. Like, is there some shit you tell your kid that you're, I, like... I, I am, like... Or are you pretty much a straight shooter? really real with her to an extent where I talk to her like she's an adult and she's six. And she... and uh, uh, She seems very grown up she for a six-year-old. She is extremely well-spoken because we never talked baby talk to her because that creates issues with speech with children when you talk baby talk to them and i know people do it because they think it's cute and blah 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 whatever i don't care i'm not judging you for that however when our child was extremely young we would use just like you just we talk would look to up her. at thesaurus and see what other sort of word we could look and talk to her and oh wow. and yeah she she's smart she comes up she goes translucent means you can see through it and when she was like four years old i was like holy shit you know, like, and I've had the comments several times from people that, wow, she's really well-spoken in school. You know, she's, she loves reading. She started reading Goosebumps. She's in first grade. Um, she like, oh, very nice. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I love, I love to, uh, gloat about the uh, accomplishments of my daughter, of course, because she's basically mini me. She's me incarnate. But, um, what I do, uh, with that too is, I know that what I was into as a child, and she's into like the same stuff. Like she really likes dinosaurs. I remember in kindergarten, first grade, I was really into dinosaurs. So I just foster that and like get her books and have pull like a YouTube video of, of dinosaurs or something, you know, and yeah. have her watch it. And she's really into it, and she like gains a lot more. I think uh, from me taking that tactic of just you know like I know what I was into, and I didn't have all these like technological advances because there was no internet when i was in kindergarten right no shit and so but now she's got three freaking tablets so um i just keep buying more every year i'm like wow i can't pass up this deal um no but uh (laughs) she she breaks them or whatever but um yeah so so yeah i don't know how we got to that oh no we were just talking about like things like you know because like you know i don't unless it's something to to, to, like try to protect her keep her safe or something like that but i'm not gonna say don't cross your eyes because they're gonna get stuck to you because literally what fucking purpose does that serve nothing it makes a kid not cross their eyes is crossing their eyes the worst fucking thing a kid's gonna do no let the kid cross their eyes if they want to do that shit i'm I'm like (laughs) i don't know man i did a lot of horrible shit as a kid so no it's not the worst fucking thing you can do i'll tell you that yeah and i'm trying to think of other things if i've said like don't do this because or she'll ask me why you know or I'll say like she won't oh, okay like, here's an interesting question I maybe should have brought it up around Christmas time but I'm like do you, do you tell her that Santa's real and stuff like that oh she believes in Santa yeah okay yeah because because I, 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 I often wonder like you know I don't know that I'm really gonna ever have kids at this point I'm getting up there I mean I could st- I know uh, physically physically I could have a kid until I was in my 70s but you know yeah and then you'll be all like Back in my day, I used to, you know, but, uh, 
No, um, you know, I, I, that was one of those questions that I think to myself. I was, I was like, do I really want to like put that kind of stuff in my kid's head? Because um, mm. it's not what, real. Santa. Yeah, because yeah, like, that doesn't do any harm. I don't think. Well, I don't necessarily think it does harm, but I feel like you know that 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 helps start. That helps start the lie fast. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, parents will be like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's one of those things where I'm just kind of like, do I really want to fucking, like, bullshit them yeah, already? I think, I think, um, I think for... I mean, uh, it's harmless for sure, yeah. I, think. I, I think. I'm like, or, you know, your kid's fucking the weirdo who still believes that shit when they're, like, you know, 12. I think most kids kind of grow out of it at a similar age. Um, and uh, most younger kids do believe in Santa. And I think it's just kind of a tradition thing. Um, there's other things that are make believe in society that people also believe in. So, um, you know, if, if uh, we know where my it, stance is if, on that one, as long as we don't, it doesn't do any harm. <coughs> I don't see the harm in it. If Fair it enough. does do some sort of like detrimental, you know, like negative impact on on a child's like psyche or something, then I could say okay. But I don't think there's any evidence of that, and I don't think that anyone ever makes the case. It could be true, you know, but I, I doubt it. I don't think anyone has ever, like, gone insane at one point going, like, holy shit, they lied to me and said Santa Claus was real. It's like, nah, you're a kid, and it was a kid thing, and you'll do it with your kids, and we'll all lie to our fucking kids about Santa Claus. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to break the trend. Yeah. Fucking listen here, little shit. <laughs> yeah, like, t- now tell all your friends. <laughs> I'm on dad, lo- dad lost his job this Christmas, and fucking <laughs> Santa's fucking broke. I read this thing on the internet the other day, good old internet, and... um. That it was a parent and said, my kid just did a, a scientific experiment. Uh, his kid, his tooth fell out, and he put it under his pillow for three nights and didn't tell us. And then the fourth night, he told us, and then there was money, and he came out and said, ha-ha, the tooth fairy isn't real because I never told you. And when I did tell you, then the money came or something like that. I was wow. Like, oh, what a fucking smart kid. <laughs> dude, we need to fucking get that kid involved in the space program or some shit. Like, that kid's fucking <laughs> getting shit somewhere. done, dude. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, shit. And the the last thing, um, the question I was going to ask, the deep question, is uh, what is the most painful thing you have ever felt? Are we talking emotional pain or physical pain? When I when I wrote it down, I was thinking physical, but then okay. I was like, huh, emotional could be a thing. Well, like physical, I'm like when I uh, had a compound spiral, spiral fracture on my left ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you kicked the wall? I wish. Wish it would have been something as simple as that. No, like I, my buddy, uh, he had his own um, Asian uh, rug cleaning business, so we would be picking up like thousand dollar rugs mm-hmm. uh, and hand washing them and whatnot. Uh, well, we were soaking a pet stained uh, like five thousand dollar rug, mm-hmm. had it lying on the uh, in the uh, warehouse, and we used to have to have like a metal flashing at the end of like the. Uh, the, the, the bay door mm-hmm. so that the water that we would be soaking it with wouldn't leak out into the like the the common areas because like some people who also owned these things were like bit pissing and moaning about it so we had to like vacuum all the water up into these tanks so anyways there's this metal flashing it's sharp as fuck like we're soaking this rug i'm taking a nap like just kind of laying on these other clean rugs hmm. and my buddy comes up and hits me with a bucket of water mm-hmm. well i was 300 pounds at the time i was out of shape and he's a skinny little bitch and I was not going to stand for that, so I, was, I got up and chased after him to thump him. Well, my foot came across the soapy, soaking, wet fucking rug, and mm-hmm. I started to slide uncontrollably into the where the metal flashing was. Well, that would have sliced my leg open really fucking bad had mm-hmm. I just collided with that. So as I'm sliding, I 
leap and like clear this little flashing right there, which would have been an amazing athletic feat for a 300-pound man if the story ended there. However, on the other side, unbeknownst to me, was a 4x4 pushing the, the flashing together. So I landed all 300 pounds on my one leg on the 4x4, and my ankle and foot just rolled over, mm-hmm. and my foot was hanging off to the side like a limp noodle. Ugh. Completely broke my tibia and my fibula. Um, the I had to get surgery for it, and the uh, the surgeon who did the surgery, who's been doing it for 20 years, said he's never had to put that much hardware into an ankle before. It was one of the worst breaks he's ever seen. Hmm. Um, my bone actually exploded mm. from the impact and, like, broke into pieces. Um, they had to put a metal plate on either side of my leg and then 15 screws that go all the way up to my kneecap, which will never be able to be removed from my leg. Mm-hmm. So I've got metal in me at all times. Like when it gets cold outside, like I've always wanted to, I've, I've thought about moving to like Colorado or Boston. Yeah. I'm like, but it would be a fucking non-starter for me because months out of the year when it's so fr- like just fr- frighteningly cold, uh, I'm like, my ankle is fucked. Like it's just the metal in there. You can feel it. You can feel the metal get cold inside, oh, like from your skin, and it's fucking nuts. Like mm-hmm. you'll touch like the other parts of my body, and it's kind of cold. You touch that, and it's like fucking like putting your hand in the freezer. Damn. But uh, yeah, so I'd say physically that was the toughest shit ever. Yeah, I've never. What about you? I've never broke any bones or anything. Um, and so I don't know. I'm trying to think of like. I got hit by a car when I was a kid. You got hit by a car? Yeah, dude. Were you was, on foot? Yeah, I was like five years old. So I used to live in San Jose, California, right? And people would speed down the street that I lived in. Uh, and uh, uh, there was always cars parked uh, all up and down the sides of the road. So okay. I couldn't look left and right. So I was in between two cars and I couldn't look. So I just ran because I had to cross the street. So I just fucking ran out and this van hit me. I rolled on top of the van, and then he stopped, and I rolled down and hit the ground. And I was in the hospital for months. Couldn't walk. Um, they didn't know if I was ever going to walk again. No and, way. Yeah. And I was, like, five years old. I was a little kid. And, uh, um, yeah, they uh, eventually – I remember them, like, getting me out of the bed and me trying to walk, but I was super weak, and I couldn't even stand. Mm-hmm. And then just after time, I got better. And uh, I actually got held back in kindergarten that year. So I because yeah, you, you missed so much. Yeah, time. I missed a bunch of school and I wasn't up to speed at the end and stuff. So yeah, I got I got held back in kindergarten. So I think that's why I was older in school. I turned eighteen. Like, um, is that you? No, the cat. Some the cat's making noise back there. Cat's up there fucking cutting up fucking coke. It's not like he's chopping <laughs> it up, man. He's getting some catnip. He's getting down. And so um, yeah, yeah, I uh, I don't remember a lot of it, mm-hmm. um, but. Um, I'm pretty sure that was probably the most painful thing. Fuck, I ever man. Felt. I'm yeah. like, um, when you were talking about how you had to learn to walk again and kind of shit, like mm-hmm. that's uh, after my surgery, when they put that in my, <clears throat> that uh, all that metal and stuff in my leg, I was on, uh, I couldn't put any weight on it for like two months. So my muscles atrophied and I had to like strengthen them to learn how to walk again. And like, oh, shit. like I was like bow legged and shit trying to like get myself to walk properly because I had to learn how to walk all over again. And I was huh. like 29 Damn. when that shit happened. So, um, I can still remember that shit pretty vividly. Mm-hmm. Um, or 28, something like that. But, uh, yeah, man, like that, it's, it's amazing how you take for granted the ability to walk, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then, you know, I mean, obviously it would be worse if you were in a situation where you could never walk again or you're confined to a chair or something like that. But this, that, 
having to learn to walk again as an adult or as a five-year-old after you've already done the work, you know, yeah. and you don't remember how you started to do it. And uh-huh. it's like, wait, how the fuck do I do? This is crazy. Yeah. Like that part of your, your muscle memory just goes away sometimes. And that's, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I'm definitely painful gonna, stories right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to think I'm going to keep mine to the uh, physical one. Cause that, that definitely yeah. doesn't hurt as much yeah, as we emotional don't need, pain. We don't need a two hour long podcast. We'll devote an episode to, <laughs> to emotional, emotion, pain. emotional pain. Shit. Yeah. We might have to do a fucking web series. Yeah. Seriously. On It'll that. be a two parter. Um, <laughs> um so uh, something that happened yesterday, uh, actually two things happened yesterday, so it was quite an impactful day. Mm. I was at work, and uh, uh, sometimes I'll do accents at my tables. Yes. And uh, I've talked about that before. And uh, so yesterday, I decided I was going to be British. Um, I talked about that to all my tables all day long. And uh, I had a table of, uh, of as a family. It was a mom, a dad, and uh, the two like 20-something-year-old sons. And they were uh, from India, and um, they asked where I was from, and I told them I was from Manchester, England. And uh, I've got I got to experience what it was what it what it feels like to be an immigrant, mm-hmm. and I use those with air quotes because congratulations. Yeah, it was just <laughs> it, it, I didn't have any of the it was none of the harshness of it. But what was interesting was is this family asked where what part of England I was from, and I told them I was from Manchester. Uh, and they were like, well, why would you move to Tucson? And I always have like a stock story that I tell people when they ask me that. And I'm like, well, uh, uh, I met an American girl when she was on holiday in uh, in England. And uh, I asked her to stay and live with me in England. And they, uh, she said no. Uh, and I had to move to America. So she lived, she's from Tucson, so that's where I moved here. Uh, but we're broken up now, so I'm single. Uh, I always tell that part in case there's any single ladies at the table so that they know mm. that they can find, they too can have themselves a proper British gentleman. Right. But, uh, so I was telling these people that, and, uh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, so, you know, she uh, she had none of the idea of moving to England. Uh, she made me move to America. And the, the, <laughs> the mom, the dad, and the kids, like, in unison, they were like, that sounds very American. Yep. Totally American. I don't know why they do that. I mean, other places are beautiful too. And yeah. like, we're like just the getting... girl gets the guy to move over overseas for them. Yeah, that's the, that's the American. That's the American thing. And so like, they were kind of like, you know, they weren't like trashing America, but it was just funny yeah. because like, if I had told them I was really from America and I was just putting them on an accent, I don't think they would have like, you know what I mean? They would they had been like, yeah, that was totally American. Yeah. You know, no, like that's an American. So thing. it was it was kind of cool to like have infiltrated. You know, I was like, yeah. I've, you know, I've snuck in there. But it was that was that was like very fun. Like I love doing accents. I love having that. And like I don't. It's almost like I play a character for the day because um, like I will I will keep that accent up when I'm talking to the kitchen staff, when mm-hmm. I'm talking to my managers, and you know, like well, we do military discounts, and I'll be like, I need a military discount over on table four hundred one, please, uh, and just like keep that shit up all day. And it just kind of makes the day a little bit funner, you know. Be, I've been in the service industry so long, like you say, you say the same shit every day, you do the same shit. Do they every give day. Um, the military discount for the entire table or just for the one person's meal? Uh, it's usually unless you tell them it's for the one person, like okay. they just do the whole table. But it's 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 really like interesting to me at the place I work at because so the military gets ten percent off. Mm-hmm. I know it's not a popular theory, but I'm like we don't we don't give firefighters discounts. Mm-hmm. We don't give EMTs discounts. So my whole thing is is I'm like nah, dog. Like that's you know that's it. Like you don't get a discount, but they oh, make okay. us do it. Oh, so. they ask you. 
Like, like a, Do you uh, have a military discount? Yeah. No, I mean, like an EMT. Has that, have they asked? You? They haven't, but like okay. I've never worked at a, at a place where okay. they're like, we offer EMTs or firefighters like discounts. Yeah. No, it's always law enforcement or military. And the funny thing is, is law enforcement and border patrol at my job, they get 50% off. Really? Of their bill. <laughs> yeah. So I would think the military should get 50% off and the law enforcement get 10 I think neither one of them should get shit, but that's just me because I'm a dick. But uh, I just find it interesting that, like, you know, everybody's so pro, like, military. Yeah. I shouldn't say everybody, but that's that seems, to be, that seems to be the consensus. Yeah. Uh, and yet, obviously, the border is more important because they give Border Patrol 50% and they give the military 10%. Yeah. I mean, it's not even like, oh, well, you know, we give them 10, them 15. Like, no, 10, 50. And... Like, so as servers, like, everybody is, like, squat. Like, every time we see, like, a table full of Border Patrol come in, we're like, oh, fucking my section, my section, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> because what'll, what'll invariably happen, nine times out of ten, and you still get those super assholes, like, you know, within any table or group of people who will still just give you a crap tip no matter what. Mm. But it's been my experience that nine times out of ten, I get a shitty tip from the military table. And the border patrols, nine out of ten. If you give them fifty percent off, so let's say their bill was twenty bucks and knocks it down to ten, they'll hand you a twenty, and they're like, "That's you, mm-hmm. like that's you." So they just give you. Well, what I wonder you... if they gave the military if they would tip like that, though. I don't. I don't believe don't, it at don't all. Think so. yeah. um, just in the sense of like that's that cynical ass fucking server mentality. It is, right? <laughs> but you know what else it is? It's also from watching the border patrol. They never ever ask you. Do you guys do border patrol discounts? Do you guys do law enforcement discounts? Like, they never ask. And then when they get it, they're always like, oh, shit. Like, thank you. Like, Uh they're super appreciative. Do you tell them when you give them the discount? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. always like uh, I would too. Yeah, but you they guys but, hooked but, you up with a fat but when they open their book, like they look and they're like, you know, I had ribs in my bins ten bucks. Like, how the fuck did that happen? It's like, oh well, you got fifty percent off, yeah. and like like you I said, get the good looking customer discount. Yeah, <laughs> it says law enforcement, but you know, uh, we had to put something. We had to put something there. You know, we didn't want to offend the ugly the uggos out there. But uh, no, and then like, but like the, usually like the military tables like. You know, and, like, Border Patrol, like, they're always in uniform, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, we'll have military wives come in, and they're like, you guys do military discount. No, you know, I'm kind of like, and it, it, this is totally just my opinion, but I'm kind of like, just because you chose to procreate with a person who's in the military doesn't entitle you to a fucking discount. That's, a, that's an interesting stance, because there's that commercial on the radio, it's like, uh, the USAA commercial is like, Oh, uh, you know, they tell the wife, oh, thank you for your service. And then she goes, yeah, just because you're married to someone in the military, you served too. And I'm thinking like, "Mm, I don't know. Did you though? I feel like that's, that's, I mean, you, you, you put a strain on your personal life, but you are also probably being financially compensated for it. Well, but on top of it too, again, like we give law enforcement discounts Mm -hmm. when they're in uniform. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, if a guy just comes in like he's an undercover mm-hmm. and I don't know he's a cop, he doesn't get the 50% off. Yeah. But he doesn't ask me for it either. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if he knows. Oh, they like, show they, you their badge? They could. Like, can I hold this and bring it to my manager? Like, no. Damn. I remember there that happened to me one time. I don't know if it was a military uh, thing. Uh, and the, uh, I don't know if the manager said, like, show me their ID or something. And they were like, oh, I'm not going to give it to you. Like, they have to come over and see it. I remember something similar to that happening. Which I, 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 get, I get it. I like, if I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. man, I'm like, I'm telling you it was military. <laughs> and, and the only reason I say that is, is uh, I've had relatives who are in the military. Uh-huh. And when they joined the military, 
they became unfucking lovable. And oh, I right. and I hate to say it like that, but like I watched how they changed. And right. they and, it's and, and being it was, in the it was, military probably changes you though, you know. Well, what it is is they fucking make you feel like you like it's like the okay, this is a crazy analogy uh-huh. in the sense that it was a cheesy hokey movie, but I loved it. It's from my childhood Starship Troopers. I love that movie. Yeah. But in that movie, they're like, you know, you served and you can be a citizen cuz you served in the military. These uh-huh. other people fuck them. Kind of a, a mentality. And that's what I that's the you think um, there's a little bit of truth to that. Like uh, that's life, that's how they art. treat them. That oh, you join the military, you are special. No, you're well, can you're cannon fodder, homie. Well, but, I mean, I mean, that's just my opinion. You are cannon fodder. Yeah. I'm like, there's no like piss you're, off all the uh, military listeners. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> hey, you know what? What, what? What's that thing where they always have the guy out in front of like a college campus and mm. he's like, you know, fucking. Chips suck. Change my mind. Well, oh, you know yeah. what? You're a military person. <laughs> I've I've worked in I've worked in the service industry my whole life, and guess what? I haven't had very many positive uh-huh. uh, experiences with people from the military. That, and that's, like, that's so, the service industry because so like, you deal front lines with every so, type of so person. So I'm like, homie, change my mind. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and I was like, I used to bounce with a bunch of dudes in the military. Now, uh-huh. when it came to scrapping down in a fight, we were part of a brotherhood. Uh-huh. When we would have each other's backs. I'm like, but they're kind of like, well, entitlement mm-hmm. uh, of who, you know, because they served. I'm like, hey, man, guess what? Like, yeah. I, I value firefighters, too. They put out fires. They run into burning buildings and do shit in this country. Uh-huh. I'm like, bro, like, you know, unfortunately, like, I view the military differently because I feel like we don't have we don't have people here, like, Mm. defending our borders. And they're like, yes, we do, because we're fighting them over there, so we don't have to fight them over here. No, we're mm. not. We're going over there because of corporate interests and things like that. And unfortunately, you you know, maybe didn't have another option. I don't know why you chose to join the military. I don't know if maybe you're super patriotic mm-hmm. or what what your story is. I don't know. You're probably a good person. but I mean, when, yeah, everyone probably has their own reason. You know? you know, but like for me, I'm like, I don't I don't feel like you should be held to this greater standard because you chose to join the military mm-hmm. as opposed to the guy who is an EMT, to the guy who's a doctor who's saving lives, yeah. the guy who's, you know, a teacher and teaching children to who are going to one day lead this country and but, be better people. Yeah, like, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, we should just have an appreciation for people in general. Uh-huh. And just because you chose to, you know, work for the government, like mm-hmm. I'm supposed to like bend over and bow to you. I don't think so. Like that's and again, that's just me yeah. personally. So, if you are, you know, hey man, my family's in the military. I'm not shitting on your family members. I'm just saying, in the experience of the people that I have met, uh-huh. I don't like what, who those people had become uh-huh. when they're in the military. Yeah. I, I think that might apply to some people, but I don't think it necessarily not to all people. To but it, it's shitty that like a lot of times the people who are that belong to a group that are assholes give that group a bad. I'm name. like. Um, we always do uh, Veterans Day free meals. Yeah. Um, I have gotten stiffed literally on at least thirty to forty percent of yeah, my get, tickets that day. On your tips uh, will make you hate a group of people. And I'm like not <laughs> on top, not, and not on and not on fucking top of it. Another server that I worked with at the this was like two years ago that happened. Uh-huh. He uh, served a person and and, and 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 instead of just not leaving him a tip. Because that's fucked up as to begin with. Oh. No, no. He proceeded to write in the tip line, get a get a man's job next time. Oh, no. 
But that's the thing is like that's probably not everybody. That, no, it's that guy's not, probably just an asshole. It's not. <laughs> but like I said again, in the service industry, yeah. that's why I say I'm like I'm occupationally racist. Yeah, I'm like I love black people. I love Mexican people, Chinese people. I love people of all different walks of life. Mm. But my experience with with certain groups <laughs> of people, I'm like when I get those tables, I'm like fuck me. I'm yeah. not making money today. That's you that's know? if you talk to, if anyone's been a server or you. Have, you know, know someone that has a server. That is a very common mindset amongst servers. It doesn't matter what race you are. I've seen Mexican people servers come back and go fucking Mexicans. Oh and fuck I was yeah! Like, fuck okay. Whoa. Yeah. Oh dude, my, my, my favorite my favorite saying that I say all the time is fucking white people. I'm like, I'm like, dude. I look at it and some of the shit that like I watch the news and I watch the thing and I'm like, oh man, it had to be a fucking white guy, didn't it? You know it? who the best tippers are? Young fucking couples, yeah, like, that have a kid. Yeah, usually. Yeah, yeah. they are usually the best tippers. Middle aged couples, you're fucked. Yeah, they've had two or three of those little things. Uh-huh. They popped out Can't those little fucking. Ex- yeah, dude, they're like, fuck you. Can't afford tip. Can't afford to go out. Yeah, I'm like, hey, guess what? You guys do realize that I work at a place that serves alcohol. Yeah. You could just take your happy ass down to Peter Piper. And for a cheaper yeah, fucking so thing, and you just go buy a bottle of fries. Yeah, I'm like, go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> buy a bottle of fries and go take your kid home and get a five dollar hot and ready, motherfucker. Speaking of hot and ready, mm-hmm. which is why uh, what the other crazy thing that happened to me yesterday was customer outrage. Okay. Now, as a server, Jeff, you've probably witnessed customer outrage mm-hmm. a number of times. Yeah. So I'm going to start with the question, let you go, and okay. then I'm going to tell this story. So. Are there any customer outrage stories that like were ridiculous that kind of stick out in your head where you're yeah. just kind of like you oh, saw gosh. somebody acting in a way where you're like that's unbecoming of a person of your age like uh-huh. come on like like losing their shit outrage yes like public freak out yeah yeah <laughs> um, not like somebody being like well I think the price of this Pepsi was a little too high fuck you you know like no, no like, see there's a lot of those yeah there's tons <laughs> I, of those. I just like like, I say, oh, my beer is hot. And I go, oh, it burned your lips. And then he he, he did not laugh. And I was like, I'm just kidding. What a fucking bitch. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I mean, people saying like, um, like, see, they're all mild, too. I mean, I worked at a wing place, so they were like, there's no sauce on these wings. And I was like, there's plenty of sauce on those wings. They're just not extra sauce, which is what you want, you know. And I would like, sometimes I would actually say that shit. Um, But, yeah, public freak out i mean and it doesn't even have to be that i'm trying to think of my job now because there's people that i deal with irate customers too um i had a guy tell me get the fuck out of my house because i was in his house uh repairing his uh well not even repairing but uh, i was i was like were you doing an install or it was it was for it was a sears preventative maintenance check we used to do those when sears was a business now they're out of bit they fucking are nothing now but yeah, we did that, some fulfillment work for Sears where we would go in and do the uh, preventative maintenance check that people would pay extra for so they'd get a yearly check. It was a total fucking BS thing, but um, uh, we don't do them anymore, so who cares? But, yeah, we'd go in with a checklist. But the thing is, is people would call to get their, their shit re- repaired, but they, they would send us out to do the preventative maintenance check first. But the thing was, was this person took a day off of work so that way they could be home so I could come over and do this. They, what they thought was a repair. And I was like, no, I, I don't do repairs. I just checked. I just, I'm a fucking security monitor, you know. <laughs> um, and they, she goes, well, my boyfriend's not going to be happy about this. And she, she must have called him and told him because he came in fucking guns blazing because I was already there and he was on his way. Oh, fuck. He's like, what the fuck are you even doing here? Get the fuck out of my house. And so, I mean, that wasn't really a public freak out, but the guy told me get the fuck out. I was like, all right, man, later. 
and then um, what else? Like I'm trying to think more. Like I had a, I had a, back in the day I used to work at Target, and um, I worked in the back room, so I didn't really work the sales floor. So I was walking to the back room, and this old lady, old lady, probably like 80 years old, little old lady, she goes, "Oh, do you have this item?" It was in the ad. And I could see where it should have been. And at Target, you can like scan the barcode, or they have numbers on the price tag where the, on the shelf where it goes. And I'd scan it, and there was none in stock. And it was like the first day of the ad being run, and we didn't have whatever. And so I was like, "Oh, we don't have any." And this lady fucking laid into me about how we never have anything in. And she was like, she was just <laughs> yelling at me, this little old lady. And I was just taking it because I was like, "Whatever, dude. Like, I don't care." And uh, <laughs> she goes. You never have anything, but I know it's not your fault. But you never have anything in it, but <laughs> I, know. I know it's not you. And like, and these people were walking by, looking at her, like freak out, like going, like, "Holy shit, lady!" <laughs> like, and I was just taking it, like, "Uh huh, go ahead." Oh yeah, that was probably <laughs> nothing too crazy. I mean, I I think um, uh, when you work in customer service, if your job isn't like. Um, like the customer service section, like at Target, they have like the front of the store where you like do returns the, the and returns. Shit. Yeah, those people would get fucking their asses reamed by people because they would want to return shit or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, or like <clears throat> with even with the restaurant, like sometimes you'll get an irate customer. I would just send my manager over to them, you know, and then they would God. deal with it. <clears throat> so you got managers that'll go over and handle that shit. No, what's, what's that? What's that like? Safe. No, I'm not going over. There. Yeah, they wouldn't want to. Deal I fucking with had that shit happen to like tons of times. I'm like, are you fucking? Sometimes kidding me? I wouldn't tell them. I said, "Hey, table four needs you." <laughs> I think they want to give me a compliment, bro. Yeah, yeah. And then like watch them walk so. over there and be like, "Oh, what the fuck? This isn't a compliment." But like, I, I've been at my new job for like five years, so the the server job that I worked at for five years, a lot of those memories have faded. Kind of like I was saying, like you kind of try to remember the good stuff. Yeah, about yeah, you know for like sure. past things. Um, but yeah, working in a restaurant, I still have a bunch of stories where I just threw money at people and said, thanks for the tip. And I probably should have gotten fired for that. And I did that several times. But yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, I would How say, yeah. uh, well, for me, there was, uh, for a brief time, I, uh, I was one of those guys, uh, in the mall kiosks. When you walk by and I'm like, hey, what kind of cell phone do you have? Oh, shit. I fucking hate that crap. Dude. I know you do. I and bro, do you want to know the fucking, like, the, the worst thing anybody ever said to me? I was working at the Tucson Mall mm-hmm. and I was selling for T-Mobile. And this lady walked by and I was like, excuse me, miss. I'm like, what kind of cell phone service do you have? And she looked at me with daggers in her eyes and she goes, you don't have a fucking soul. Huh. And continued to walk away. Wow. And I was like. Because I asked you what kind of cell phone service you have. I don't have a fucking soul. Like, uh, look, I get it. Those guys probably get that shit all the time. Oh, dude. I <laughs> literally, like, you get paid to, like, minimal shit, too. Like, people are like, why are these people so fucking persistent? Because uh, if you don't make fucking sales, you get paid dick. Uh, like, legitimately. And, like, they so, legitimately give you a dick. Yep, right up the ass. Oh, Ugh. Shit. Luckily, I sold phones, but <laughs> I never had the dick so pain. You want a vibrator? I'm like, but uh, <laughs> shove it up your ass and call yourself. <laughs> uh, thank you. Oh no, man! <laughs> but no, so that job was crazy, and you know, you'd get that shit all the time, uh, which is why I didn't fucking last long doing. I lasted like a month or two. I don't think. And I, I was like, dude, that. this I fucking shit sucks. And, 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 and would suck too, and it was because uh, like 
T-Mobile, I don't know if they've gotten any better since they purchased a bunch of shit, you know, because they bought up some carriers and whatnot. But, like, I had T-Mobile when I was, like, working at Coldstone, and I lived right around the U of A, and I lived in an apartment complex, and my phone wouldn't get a signal inside my fucking apartment. Oh, fuck. So, you know, and, like, I remember, like, addressing that when I first started selling their cell phones. Like, mm-hmm. they were like, you know, we give more minutes than anybody. And I was like, yeah, because your calls always fucking drop. More minutes. And, you know, and they're like, well, that's why we give you more minutes. And I was like, it's still fucking annoying. Yeah. And I was like, our, our fucking coverage sucks. I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to sell this shit? And they're like, well, you <laughs> wanted a job. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I guess I did. But I hoped you guys would have better the job was open. Pretty much, but uh, anyway. So yesterday, um, you know, it was, a, it was it was just a long day at work, and I didn't feel like cooking. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna swing by Little Caesars. I'm gonna get me a little hot and ready. Okay. Pop in, dude. I pay I, for I, it. I got that uh, pretzel. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was. I mean, it's not the greatest, but it was uh, decent. Yeah. Like I like the cheese sauce that they use on there. Like yep. you know, it's like you're eating a pretzel, but you mm-hmm. know, you got a little little uh, pepperoni up on that bitch. Mm-hmm. But. Um, so I was like, you know, and I'll go in there and like usually I'll just look. I'll be like, hey, what do you have that's hot and ready? And I'll just fucking take it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't give a shit what it is. Just yeah, sometimes you gotta wait. Yeah, and I'm like, look, if I wanted to wait, I would have ordered it from a real pizza place instead of fucking Little Caesars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, that shit used to be really good. Now, I mean, hey, it's five bucks. Like, you get what you pay for. Yeah. You know, and uh, I don't fucking bother calling. Like, I could got, got, dial up and be like, all right, you know, it takes me about 10 minutes to get there. All right, cool. Dude, when know? I ordered that one, I called, and their phone was, like, busy for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, because finally they fucking answered. I kept calling back because I'm persistent. No, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, but, like, so I'm, I'm walking in, <clears throat> and I can kind of already look and be like, oh, dude, like, I don't see any pizzas where the hot and readies are. Mm-hmm. So I looked, and I was like, oh, okay, look, they got a shitload of wings. I'm just going to eat wings. Like, fuck it. Oh, that's man. cool. Dude, their like Parmesan garlic wings are super fucking good. Yeah, they're 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 way, look, they're not great, but they're yeah, decent. The sauce and, is and, good. And yeah. the cheap and they're cheap. I'm like fuck yeah. So I was like, all right. I already as I'm waiting in line, I'm like, I'm just gonna like I've made the decision. Even though like I came in for a pizza, like I'm just gonna eat the wings. Like whatever's hot and ready, I just want to get the mm-hmm. fuck out of here. They would just had breadsticks. I'd have been looks like I'm eating crazy bread for dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, I just didn't want to make a second stop. And uh, I walk in to this lady at the counter who is raising her voice like throwing like i've honestly been at a toy store and watched a two-year-old child throw less of a tantrum when Mm. they were kicking and screaming on the floor like acting like the parents stabbed them Mm. like this woman was going in on this like and like okay so if you've never been to a little caesars everybody working there is about 16 uh except for the manager who's like 52 uh, but all of the employees are like really young kids. They don't give a fuck. Mm. Okay, like I know that going in, they don't give a fuck. And this woman was demanding that she get this woman this this employee's name because she was calling fucking corporate and she was going to make sure this little bitch got fired because she was fucking rude mm-hmm. and didn't take into the account that she's been waiting for this pizza for over an hour. Okay. First off, if you had waited for that pizza for an hour, then you're just a fucking sucker. Yeah. Because 25 minutes into that bitch, I'm walking up and I'm like, hey, look, I understand you guys are busy. Totally not your fault. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate to have my money back. I'm going to go elsewhere. Or like, what's the status? Or, you know, yeah, like- is it almost ready? Yeah. Something. But I'm going to be calm about it because, again, it's not the person who's taking my order's fucking responsibility. Like, they're not cooking the fucking pizza, too. And uh, so if you waited over an hour at Little Caesars, then you're a fucking sucker. Yeah. All right? So you should just be pissed at yourself, go home, and cry about it. But 
That's that's my uh, <laughs> about that lady. Put on that one, yeah. Well, so this fucking lady, so, so now she's like yelling at the kid. She's like, and you know what? Uh, fucking whoever the manager is who left told me that I was getting free wings and free crazy bread. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, first of all. I don't buy that story yeah. because the manager wouldn't have left till you got your fucking shit, bitch. Yeah, first know. of all, yeah, <laughs> true. I guess I didn't think that far ahead, <laughs> but you know, she's like, "I'm fucking. Call- I want the number to corporate and uh, what's your name?" And like the girl goes, "My name's Abby," and she was like, "Oh, you don't have a name now?" And the girl's like, "I said my name is Abby," and she was like, "You're not gonna tell me your name?" And what I'm the like, fuck? and I'm like sitting there, and I was, and I looked at her, and I was like, "She said her name's Abby." Like, <laughs> I'm behind her and like she's like yelling out and I was like, how about we move this shit along? And then so she turned around and kind of like gave me daggers and I was like, wait, I was oh, waiting man. for her to unload on me. But like I like I was I was kind of honestly hoping she would have and I would have just yeah. been like, look, lady, you're fucking taking this way too fucking so- far. You're like, I was like, you don't know this girl. Maybe she's had a bad day. Maybe something happened, or maybe you took her fucking maybe like. You're the reason she's having a bad. Day. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? The yeah. screaming and yelling. I'm like, dude. I'm behind you, and all I want to do is go, yeah, can I get two wings, pay them my money, and get the fuck out of here. But meanwhile, I'm having to wait a 10, 15-minute diatribe for you to fucking get out all your bitch fest shit and, like, demand the – and, like, the kid's like, yeah. And she's like, and my fucking wings and my fucking bread and all this shit. And I want to just yeah. be like, you know what? I always you- wanted to, like, come to the rescue of, like, an employee like that because I've been in that position, you know, where someone's just, like, talking down to you at your work and you can't say anything because you're fucking at work. Uh-huh. But when you're not at work – I thought that I thought of that as like a good business venture, like to be a person like if someone had like a shitty tipper or an asshole customer, they could pay you to come in and talk shit to that customer and tell them how much of an asshole they are because you can't because you're at work. Oh, the stupid shitty business idea. But I don't know. I mean, there might be a market out there, dude. For I think when you're just, a server, you think of shit like that. I was like, "Fuck, dude, Jeff, let's do this shit." Yeah. I'm like, "I will go in and fucking just go ham on people." But like, no, yeah, like I honestly like, and I looked at the lady, and then she got mad, even madder at me because I just told her I was like, "Hey." I was like, "How much was your pizza?" Because I'll just pl- I'll just give you the money for it if you'll stop complaining so I can go and pay get my stuff. Yeah. You and told her that? Yeah. And she fucking was she like, that's not the fucking point. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know what the point is, but I'm hungry and you're you're preventing me from eating. So let's wrap this up. Yeah. Okay? You get your pizza, get your wings, get your shit, and like let's move along. And I was like, there's a line forming behind you. Mm-hmm. I was like, we really don't have time to listen to you complain about it. Yeah. Like all day long. And people like that, like they think they're right. Like they'll walk away going like, haha, I got, I proved my point. Like, no, you proved that you're an asshole. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. dude, it's you know, I talked about it on the podcast before where like you know, that had that shit happened at McDonald's and I like and I I just wish more businesses would like reward people like if there was an inconvenience or there was an issue mm-hmm. and but they were totally cool about it like hook them up with something to be like hey man like you no, were fucking those, cool about it's it. It's the people who are assholes that right. complain that get shit. Yeah, and I'm like but guess what? That's why these people keep doing it cuz you keep rewarding their mm-hmm. negative behavior. Like think yeah. about it. Like when your kid wants something at the store and you're like no, I'm sorry, like we can't afford it right now and they throw a tantrum on the floor, if you buy that kid that toy, you've now taught him or her, all right, anytime I want something, I just have to act like an asshole yeah. and my parent will fold and they'll do what you know what what needs to be done that are that what I want to be done. And we live in the day and age where people can just post on social media whatever they want. You know, this lady could have went on Facebook after and put them on blast and been like, you know, I had the worst experience here and then let's just start making shit up. And that's what there's 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 a subreddit I like. It's called Quit Your Bullshit. 
and it's uh, a lot of it is um, stuff that people post online. So someone will post like a like a Yelp review or something, and just list all this shit, and then like the manager responds is like, actually, what really happened? You were you were acting like an idiot, and we asked you to leave, and then you started throwing trash on the floor. So then we had to kick you out, and you're no longer allowed. But their story was like, I had the worst service, the food was rotten, and blah blah blah, and it's like. There, there's people that that do that shit, you know, and um, so yeah, you, you just gotta be, be conscious of that. But um, what I was thinking when you were telling that story, so this one time, this wasn't as dramatic, but I was on on my lunch and I was at Taco Bell and I was I wanted to order, but there was someone in front of me and they were just taking forever to order, just taking way too long, and so I went. <sighs> super loud and they turned around and looked at me like what and then like turned around and finished the order but i could tell like the cashier was kind of like ah, that was pretty fucking funny you know <laughs> they're like god i wish i could do that yeah oh but, dude I, I realize sometimes that like i think i've been doing customer service too long because mm. my poker face is completely gone oh no <laughs> so i'll be at a table because that's the thing now is like i work with a handheld so like I'm not like writing your order down and then going to a posse to put in your order. Like as you're telling me, I'm like putting shit in, mm-hmm. and like sometimes people will be like, and then the last time I was here, and like I'll like roll my eyes while I'm like touching shit, yeah. or like look and be like, Ugh. I'm like I actually got called out of work the other day, but like these chicks were totally cool. I like I don't know if maybe they worked in food service too, yeah. but like I was like in a super great mood, and then I had like this table come in, this Friday lunch rush, they sit down. I get their drink their drink order and then I go to, you know, take care of something at another table for like a minute and a half. They stopped three people in like two minutes mm-hmm. to come find me to be like, We we need to get our order taken because we're in a rush. Yeah. Nothing pisses me off more than that shit. I'm like, you came to a sit-down restaurant. If you're on a fucking time crunch, guess what? Go to Chipotle. You'll have your food in less than five no, if minutes. If you're on a time crunch, you as soon as you sit down and then your server comes up that first time. Then you go, uh, I'm in a rush. I want to just order my food, my drink, everything, put it in right now. Fine, cool. That's cool. I'm going to flip this table quick. You got it. Right. You know? But when I, you know, dropped your drink orders off and now all of a sudden you're in a fucking time crunch yeah. and it's the middle of lunch rush, I'm like, dude, I don't know when I'm going to get you out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, because I can't, you know, like people like want me to like go back to the kitchen and be like, hey, hey, all these people who were here before these assholes, yeah. They, but they're on a time crunch. So just go ahead and skip their food to the front of the line and fuck all these people who've been waiting for their food yeah. because this person's on a time crunch. <laughs> like, that's the attitude. And I'm like, nah. So I was kind of like in a pissy mood because, like, they were just being fucking cunts about it. And so, like, these two girls, they were like, who pissed you off? And I was like, huh? What? And she was, and like, they were both smoking hot chicks, but they were married. So, to each other? Nah, no. That would be hot. That would be even hotter. I would have been like, hey, can I just be the cameraman tonight or what? But, uh, no, they, uh, and so, like, the girls were like, no, like, your attitude has just totally changed since she started. Like, you were, like, super, like, you know, chill and relaxed. And, like, like started can, in the day or, like, like in your career? The, no, like, in the day. Like, oh, so okay. when I started serving them, these girls were, like, putting away margaritas on, a, on an afternoon, man. Like, they each had, like, four. Nice. I was like, dude, ladies, what are we doing after? They keep getting hotter as the more you explain this. I know. I was like, dude, Margie's <laughs> at fucking noon. Let's do this shit. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. And then uh, I just got one more rant, and then uh, let's, and then, let's hear it. And uh, so I was talking to a friend who um, 
He's a little bit older than I am. He's a Trump supporter, which is completely fine. Um, he's his views on the military are much, and the national anthem are much different than mine. I'm not going to rehash. Obviously, we've talked about it before, like my stance on that. But he was talking to me about uh, like an argument he'd gotten to with his daughter uh-huh. about who's uh, she's like 20 or 18 something. Like that. She's a millennial. She sounds hot. No, I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> 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 but so the funny thing was is he, they were this is around the Super Bowl and like you know he was all pissed off at Maroon Five because you know they uh-huh. were gonna, they were gonna you know they're very non-supportive or they're very supportive of Kaepernick and things like that and he hates mm-hmm. him and all that shit and of course he was, you have to <laughs> right because he fucking is such a horrible person yeah. but. He actually he, donates a lot to charity. Yeah, I know. Like, he's actually not a bad guy. No, he's not. <laughs> and like, like I said again, like you know, just things got twisted. He was not taking a knee because he thought the flag sucked, yeah, the no. anthem was shit, or that the military narrative. sucks. Exactly. Yeah. But so this guy was just like, you know, he was like, you know, his daughters. He was like, well, you need to have respect for the flag and stand and have the, yeah. you know, your hand over your heart and do the pledge of allegiance. All this shit. She's like, no, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Which is like nothing pisses this guy off more than when yeah. you just say the words, I don't care. And he's like, that's what's wrong with this generation. They don't care. They don't care. They Every don't care. generation's generation before them says that the generation's more fucked up. And you know what? I'm guilty of it, too. Because yeah. when I see these millennial kids, I mean, these kids too, are man. fucking fucked up. I know. I don't, and, I, I'm like, uh, I mean, I, I could see how every generation thought the previous one was worse off. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't necessarily be as bad. But I, I'm like... Just objectionally looking at from every from like the 70s, 80s, 70s, 90s, 2000s. Now though, it's totally different. I think it is, and maybe that's because it's my turn to fucking step I, up. To that's the plate, exactly what know? it is, man. I but. think. <laughs> but uh, so he was like, you know, was talking to me, and uh, you know, he's telling me the story. And he was like, you know, like she doesn't understand all the great freedoms that these people have fought and died for, so she can mm-hmm. have. He's like, if she lived in fucking China, like she would, you know, have to be obedient to her husband, and he could do whatever he wanted to her. If she lived in the Middle East, and da 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 da. And, like, I didn't want to get into it with him because it was just – it was one of those conversations we are talking about where you're like, it's going to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be falling on deaf ears. But I'm just like, like – you, you can't make somebody appreciate something. They're, you can't. They can appreciate it on their own, but you're not going to tell them you have to appreciate this. And, like, and the whole thing about it was as I'm just like, I don't like that argument. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we know we that we live in a great country. Yeah. Okay? And we're not – We all know this. We get it's it. true. Guess okay. what? But, like – you know what I mean? That's like to me when you're like, yeah, but if you lived over here, like your life would suck. If you lived over here, your life would suck or mm-hmm. it would be less than, you know, you have more freedoms over here. And I'm like, yeah, but like, why is that? Why is that a narrative? Why is that like, you know, that applies to literally everything across you, the board. You know, I'm you know, like, you know, you hey, could be worse off in everything. You know, hey, man, well, you, yeah, your husband only punches you, but he hasn't stabbed you yet. You know, uh, I mean, if you were over here, he could stab you. you know? Yeah. OK, well, yeah, but that's fucked up. And regardless, like, mm. like, don't don't just be like, hey, man, it's shittier over there. So you should be fucking thankful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, be like, hey, man, well, yeah, we have it good. But how can we make this shit better? Yeah. Like, that's how you improve. Yeah. Challenge upward. Yeah. But, yeah. So that was just something that kind of came up, and I was just like, oh, really? Cool, like, man. Why are people still doing that? I don't know. Um, yeah, man. So what else you got, Jeff? Um, that's it. Oh, man. Uh, I The last thing I have written down is Valentine's Day. So let's just let's gloss over it real quick. Okay. What are you going to do, do for Valentine's Day? I think I'm going to take myself out, pamper myself. Yeah. You know myself. what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much what I do. And what I I, I, and that is our Valentine's Day recap. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, honestly, I just like I want to, I want to stay home and try to get like I. It's it's my least favorite holiday. Uh-huh. Um, last year I did enjoy it. 
Yeah. Because uh, I, I had somebody at the time, but like just mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, I just even when I'm in a relationship, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a commercialized holiday and it sucks. Like just tell tell the person that you're with that you care about them all the time. Yeah. Don't just wait for February the 14th to buy him shit and fucking like you know buy their affection. I think I'm going to actually what I'm going to do. So uh, my daughter, she we go to the store and they have all the Valentine's Day stuff. And she wants like a huge stuffed animal. So I think I'm going to get her a stuffed animal. For oh, I see. Look, that's so, yeah. good. That's yeah, a good and then idea. I'll probably get her like some candy hearts. So. So, so okay, Dude, you know what? Hey, it was since we're, uh, we should go see fucking Alita Battle Angel okay. on Valentine's Day. All right, I'm like because that down. comes out on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, and then we can do a fucking podcast right. recap. Fuck yeah, cool. Um, and so last thing I had was uh, I had a great show at the Mint last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesdays are back, people. Uh, yeah, I saw that. It looks like they're they're going to be every week. Is that what it is? Uh, that's what it's seeming like. And also, okay. um, uh, Joey and Christine are bringing back critical comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, which What's is that? Uh, that was how the mint started, uh, or well, they they started with an open mic and then it went to critical comedy. So what they would do is they would uh, each week they would pick like they would still do an open mic, but they would have the first five or six slots reserved for critical comedy. So you'd go up and you do like five minutes of comedy, mm-hmm. and then uh, all the other comics and audience oh, members I, in the room. I saw this. Christine Levine would would uh, um, moderate it. It's kind of like a kill Tony thing. So what they do is is they would help you improve your jokes. Okay. It was basically like a group brainstorming. So they would watch you, and they'd yeah. be like, "Hey, when you said, you know, this, what if you what if you looked at it from this angle? It would mm-hmm. be funnier. Or if you use this tagline, or you did this, mm-hmm. and it would help you improve. Like it certainly helped yeah, me improve. It's like brainstorming like, material. Kind right, of. right. And it's all for the betterment of your of your bits. Cool. And it's Are to you help do other that? comics. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, nice. I will definitely get myself uh, signed up on that and to do that again because uh, Christine helped me out with uh, my intervention bit as mm-hmm. well as a lot of the other comics gave me tags and ideas that uh, my intervention bit was literally like a one sentence just. Whoosh, done mm-hmm. and they helped me expand on different ideas and topics to make it uh you know one of my favorite bits that i tell now nice and um so uh that's coming back uh, i had a great show there i got to see uh my good friend stephanie who i haven't seen in years do comedy she's mm-hmm. a very talented comic she was uh, one of the features uh this past tuesday and uh thanks to her uh i now have a show coming up on next monday february the 18th uh, or not next Monday. I'm sorry. The Monday after it's Monday after Valentine's Day. It'll be February 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be doing a show at Putney's. So to all our North Side listeners in Tucson, have a chance. Uh, I have, this is the first show I've done uh, up on the North Side. Nice. Uh, but uh, we're going to be doing a show there, uh, and then the next night after that, I'll be back at the Mint on February the 19th. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be big time, big shows there. Uh, the Mint is back and in full effect, and then also that Sunday. Uh, Dom, who has been a wonderful guest of the podcast, and uh, uh, he and uh, Tony Brune and uh, Roy Lee Reynolds uh, started an open mic at the Music Box on uh, 22nd and Kolb, uh, and that's going to be on a Sunday night, uh, and that's going to be a once-a-month mic, and I will be doing that on the 24th. So uh, right after Valentine's Day, I got a, a week of... Uh, Three shows that I'll, three mics I'll be hitting up on. Cold. Is that in that? It's uh, right in front of the uh, the uh, bowling alley. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. right next to the Ace Hardware with the uh-huh. hobby shop and stuff. It's right there. It's called the Music Box. Really okay. cool. Uh, the owner that. owners were uh, super nice. Uh, the uh, when I did that's why I talked about the doing their um, their first open mic uh, when I was doing the Mint uh, uh, on that book show a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And cool. uh, it's a great place to do comedy. Come out. Tons of super uh, super amazingly talented, funny comics. Um, 
so thank you for supporting the local Tucson comedy. I've met a lot of the listeners out there that have come and, you know, oh, hey, I listen to the podcast, so I appreciate doing that. Oh, uh, people listen? Yeah. <laughs> I know, huh? It's I, not I, just, went, it's I went to a party last night. I was telling everyone, I have a podcast. Listen to it. <laughs> dude, man, I'm, I'm hawking this shit everywhere I go, dude. When nice. I'm on my bar shifts, I tell I yeah. tell my guests, I mention them. I'm like, yeah, I do stand-up comedy. And I have a podcast. It's called The Mixtape Ambassadors. I don't know. I'm trying to and, think uh, if I've told any customers at my job now. If I, I might have. Um, and then, you know, when, when I floated... Uh, and I got uh, he got back to me uh, the the gentleman John who owns uh, Levity mm-hmm. um, he uh, he listened to the podcast and stuff yeah, nice. and is now uh, you know one of the subscribers on there so cool. it's totally yeah, awesome man so Let's shout see. out to him and uh, yeah if you want to get your float on go to Levity guys right on man thanks for listening guys so thanks for listening that'll do it for us this week we'll see you guys on the flip side all right. <laughs> Mixtape Ambassadors.